3: Welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And uh, this week, uh, I think our podcast has uh, gotten a little stale. I, I don't think we're as funny as we <laughs> used to be for some reason. I, I think it's all the Miso Sali jokes or something oh that we've been, boy. That we've been telling.
2: You know what? I think we need to start telling people to burn their money.
3: That's right. That might, that might perk people up a little bit. Yeah, I, I think,
0: think
3: you know, that's just a HelloFresh
2: ad read. Oh, who's that voice?
3: <laughs> that's right, that's right. We do have we do have a mystery mystery voice. Um, so because we're so stale, uh, we decided to find a comedian uh, that can come onto the show, maybe help us get our groove back, make us a little <laughs> bit more funny, tell us we don't have to be corporate shills, um, and uh, sell out. So uh, let's welcome yeah. to the Simpsons Did It podcast Comedian, podcaster, all-out nerd, Jeff May Hey, it's me, Jeff May,
0: from all the other podcasts it's The only <laughs> one I haven't been on yet, apparently yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so excited We we met in San Diego, we met at San yeah. Diego Comic-Con And uh, we're both just like, hey, we do podcasts. podcast I was there not working for the first time in a very long time oh. uh, I just got to screw around, met you guys Like, on the street, right?
2: Yeah, we were, okay, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're the guy we met on the street while I came back. And we were just talking, and
0: and, and I don't know how it happened. It's just a San Diego Comic-Con. Like, you're all with your people, for the most part. So, it was just
2: one of those things. And Steve uh, Steve might have had a little bit too much uh, liquid (laughs) courage that night. Not that Steve isn't bold,
0: baby.
2: that Steve isn't the type of guy to just talk to random people because he is, but he definitely had a, had a little extra liquid courage that night. Yeah, yeah.
0: so it's been six months ish, and uh, and yeah. we we talked about that, and we we finally found some time that we could work together on this one. And you were like, "Which of these episodes yeah. do you want?" And I'm like, "I know exactly which one I want."
3: No, and that's uh, and that's perfect. It's so helpful yeah. when when we invite people on that know exactly which episode they want to go to. Oh, okay. this episode oh,
0: yeah. means a lot to me yes. like i i love yeah. this episode and it's and it's it's so different than when i from when i watched it the first time when i was like 15 or 16 or something like that um to where i am now as a comedian in his <laughs> early uh,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't quite question it. Did you early, say early early Rory?
0: I said I was I'm in my early
2: snrub.
0: So uh <laughs> I like the way this snrub ages. But um, now that I'm a comedian and I'm, I'm at this point in time and looking back and understanding the references uh, a bit more, I mean I, I do watch this is this is the show is my office or my oh, sure. friends. It's that like background thing that I have on while I'm trying to exist and float in the world if I'm cleaning or doing something or, you know, I'll usually have this on. Um And so this one, I think it really hits, hits harder. I, I know some of the people that are uh, like guest stars on this episode. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird episode. It's, and plus the Canyon Arrow, baby.
3: That's <laughs> right. Canyon first, uh, first iterance of the Canyon Arrow, uh, yeah, the which Canyon we'll definitely Road talk Road. about at the end of this episode. So uh, Jeff, one thing we like to ask all of our guests um, who come onto our show is, when did you pick up The Simpsons? Was it right away season one? Was it later on? Did you have any fights with your parents making you not watch it? Yes, yes and yes. <laughs> uh, my parents were my parents were young, but my mom
0: was also like really susceptible to the news. Oh, and, like, okay. the panics of the news. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon. Because uh, my mom was like, someone And it was, like, all that satanic panic, panic stuff. Because yeah. my mom was so young. So, like, when The Simpsons started, what, 1988 and yep. 89, um, yep. she was – my mom was twenty 28, 27 oh, wow. years old. Like, my mom was really young. So, you know, and I was 7 picking yep. it up. I think – so I was like, wa- I was like sneak watching it, okay. and then I still have. I bought the Christmas book that basically recaps the the accidental pilot, the Christmas episode that yeah. they oh, used okay. as the backdoor pilot. Yeah. Um, I I there's a, a hardcover book that they sold from the Scholastic Book Fair. Um, don't know how it got
1: in, but it did, and I bought <laughs> it.
0: And uh, and I I still have that book. I still i still love that um it's it's still somewhere in my apartment um i don't know why i should i should just throw it out it's not of value and the sentimental value isn't that high um sure yeah i just for some reason i guess the sentimental value is higher than i realized but yeah yeah, no i I did i started i started young because you know i was born in 1981 um which makes (laughs) me rub years old uh you're so, not like,
2: that much older than us. Yeah, I'm pretty
0: yeah, So, yeah, it hit, you know, I was, like, that perfect age yeah. to, to to see that. But, you know, adult animation at the time was, you know, I mean, obviously, like, Looney Tunes was adult animation. Yeah. It has been pushed to children. Um, and then, like, other adult animation was stuff like Felix the uh, not Felix the Cat, um, Fritz the Cat, and you know uh heavy metal and stuff mm. with like nudity and cursing <laughs> and stuff like so there wasn't wasn't a lot of middle ground so i don't yeah. think society understood how to take the simpsons <laughs> other than this is brilliant no matter what
2: oh yeah
3: yeah but and yeah, then so before mom, that it was the flintstone so you really yeah. don't have much to
0: <laughs> yeah to yeah. And, review and, it to know
3: and the simpsons you know the flintstones that
0: was that was family watching and the simpsons yeah. definitely <laughs> it, it might be now but at the time you know everybody's poor sensibilities you know of you know george bush waging uh-huh. war against the simpsons and losing <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: yeah no 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 it's uh that don't have a cowman shirts that kids weren't allowed to wear and
0: i still have a Unopened set of The Simpsons buttons from nineteen eighty nine. oh wow. so, Yeah, I should have brought them to my recording space. I didn't. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, no, it's
3: it's a it's amazing what uh, you know what collectibles uh, are still out there. I mean, I, uh, I don't know if you've seen Warren. I can't. Uh, he does uh, the Simpsons is greater than podcast. But okay. him and uh, the girl from the Simpson Theory uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram page actually made a Collector's, Simpsons Collector's book that you can now find on Amazon. Basically, it just overlays like all the Simpson collectibles that so are I out had there. A
0: ch- I had a chance and I didn't take this opportunity, and I feel really stupid for not doing it, but I had a chance to get two of the Mattel prototypes. Uh, resin prototypes of Homer oh. and Nelson. Oh, and didn't.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of dumb.
0: I, I, did, I did get Rocksteady. I did get the oh. Playmates Rocksteady resin yep. proto. That's kind of um, cool. And that somebody just offered me a lot of money for that. Um, oh, I'm sure. They. Yeah, they they offered me some money and I was like, no, almost doubled their offer. And I was like, still no, but that's several thousand dollars. Thank you for the offer. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I had a chance to buy those two prototypes. I actually still, I'll send them to you. I have the photo of the prototypes. Oh, that's kind uh, of cool. cool. Yeah. That I, that when they came in, cause it was somebody had retired from Mattel and I run a comedy show in a toy store. Um, so they just kind of brought all their stuff to the toy store. And the guy who was the buyer was like, Hey, You need to come in and look at some stuff.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. I did, and holy shit! Like, or holy smokes! I don't know what our cursing rule is. Oh, We can do whatever we want. Well, crap, boobs, crap. Um, (laughs) Hell, farting. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah. So that's that. You know, as far as Simpsons uh, collectibles are concerned, I really blew it not going for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because then they shifted to Playmates, right? It went from Mattel to Playmates.
3: So yeah. I actually have. So I found at one of our local shops the Mr. Burns and Smithers playmates like eight inch figures. Oh, great! Right. Yeah. yeah, and it comes. Smithers came with a computer, the computer monitor that has Mr. Burns doing the the sexy pose on yeah. the front of it. Yeah. You are yeah. quite good at turning me on. Yeah. So yeah. that that that's a pretty yeah. cool pretty cool set. Uh, but no, I also got a Simpsons arcade machine because oh, is it the arcade one
2: up or is it the yeah. one up? Yeah,
3: the one yeah. up. That's good. One. Yeah, somebody should have got, waited to buy it. <laughs> I know, but no, I like. I like, it like that it has an online feature. First arcade one up to have online plays so you could play with friends around the country. So I thought yeah. that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I have a uh, shirt.
1: <laughs> What's that? I,
0: I have a whoa, yeah. that's good squishy shirt, and I oh, have. Um, cool. I have a shirt that is. Uh, it's a, uh, God, a misfit style shirt, but it's Millhouse. Oh that's kind of cool. uh, and it says and it says mill house on it.
2: Yeah, uh, my uh my roommate actually just bought me a Bart Simpsons hoodie and it's like he got it from this uh custom like shop that does customs and it's kinda of got like like paint kinda of, like running over Bart Simpson. It's like kind of like a oh, nice. like stencil sweatshirt. like
0: stencil kinda of art.
2: No, uh graphic graphic tee. Oh okay cool. Um but that was really cool and uh you may uh before we started recording you mentioned doing uh getting placed between Funko and Sideshow for one of your shows at, uh, yeah, cause I was Sideshow
0: and, and I got put up against Funko. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, uh, Steve and I collect Funko and, uh, between yeah, the dude, two of dude, us,
0: traitors.
2: yeah, but between the two of us, we have three of the four original Simpson Funko pops. Oh, nice. So, uh, Steve had to spend money on his, not, not as much <laughs> if it was been conditioned. Um, <laughs> But I was very fortunate. I work in TV news, as our, our listeners know. Um, and one of my bosses used to do promotion work for Fox. And he had three oh, boxes of like just... I, so I got a, I got a Simpsons t-shirt for Steve and I. He had King of the Hill merchandise, Family Guy merchandise. Oh, and man. he had two of the four funk, original Funkos. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of Simpsons out there. There sure is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you
0: got to get your Butterfinger BB posters and yep. uh, and all that. I uh, yeah, hand on my
2: Butterfinger. Yeah,
0: yep. they really did. Uh, they really went for Butterfinger. Yeah, they like, did. They, did. They, they signed like a like like eternal contract. It's like the worst contract. candy bar, too. Look, man, Butterfinger, is, Butterfinger isn't even the best version of Butterfinger. Fifth <laughs> Avenue is. Like Fifth Avenue was a better Butterfinger <laughs> than Butterfinger, is.
3: and and right. just like just like the Simpsons, they like to sell out to the yeah. Highest, yeah. highest bidder, which kind of leads us into this episode where yeah. it's all about shilling your uh, brand yeah. Yeah. to to companies. It, it's so about, it, it's about artistic
0: integrity, and and it, it is it is a meta commentary on the Simpsons, and that's actually yeah. one of the. Other reasons I wanted to do that is that this is the Gremlins 2 of Simpsons episodes,
1: yeah. yes. <laughs> where it
0: is yes. literally a self-parody. It's a meta commentary on its own existence, yeah. which is very yeah. rare. I mean, The Simpsons has been known for doing that. They do meta yes. jokes all the time, but not a lot of stuff has been particularly meta and also not particularly received well. Like mm-hmm. when the poo thing happened, at Lisa just looked at the camera and said, we ain't changing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they changed it because they were like, "It <laughs> oh, was racist." Um, but yeah, so uh, that that's another one of the things that I really love about this episode is that the the Simpsons writers are placing themselves in the Simpsons mm-hmm. as a whole as yeah. Krusty the character, and I, I yeah. find it absolutely fascinating. Yeah.
3: So this week we are discussing season nine, episode fifteen, "The Last Temptation of Krust." And this is a uh, reference to the movie title, The Last Temptation of Christ,
2: yeah. which
3: I don't know if Christ sold out much, but no. uh, no. got uh, you know, a
0: lot of death threats.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode aired February 22nd, 1998. Uh, by by
2: the way, uh, before we continue, this is also the second title reference to The Last Temptation of <laughs> Christ. Uh, the first one was season five's The Last Temptation of Homer. Yes, so they just like, like reusing they're... titles. <laughs> oh yeah, no. There's a bunch. There's a that's bunch right. of episodes where they they remix the title, and it's like
0: cool. I mean, at this point in time, you've gotten what 30 something years
2: of uh, this. Yeah, thirty five years. 35, yeah. 36, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you're doing yeah. what uh, to 20, 26 episodes a season or something like that? I don't know what. Yeah, 24, one runs, right? uh, 24 to twenty six, give or take. Yeah. So yeah. that's gonna be. That's what seven hundred and something episodes. That's right. I think they're over, they yeah. might be
2: over eight hundred now. Aren't? They? No. That's not
0: nothing yeah. to have yeah. to like create something original. <laughs> You're gonna loop over. I mean, South yes. Park covered that in like two thousand when they're like, yes. yeah, The Simpsons, Simpsons. has been around forever. Yeah. They're gonna be there. They're yeah, gonna yep. do it. Like, we're
3: just doing our own
0: thing. And if The yes. Simpsons did it, congratulations to them. Yeah.
3: Yep. So uh, our chalkboard gag. This, I'm oh, sorry, our recap this week. Uh, Krusty realizes his material isn't young and hip, so he attempts to reconnect with his audience.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, we've all been there. That, yeah. that sort of you, you've hit your artistic well, and uh, the well seems dry, and you need to reinvigorate. We've all been there.
2: And Disney yeah. Plus, I, I think Disney Plus actually did a decent job for this recap. We get all of our recaps from Disney Plus, and some of them just don't make best, sense. Best
0: place for it. That's yeah. right. Because who who better to give you a fair and accurate representation <laughs> of what's happening than Mickey? Well,
2: Mouse. So, some of them, like some of like I think a few of the recaps on Disney Plus, like just explain the end of the episode, and it's like that's not the episode at all. But this, <laughs> I will say, this Disney Plus recap is a fair one because yeah, yes. you obviously don't want to yeah. give the episode away. So no, that's it's a a great, It is great. Yeah. One. Yeah. All
3: right, chalkboard. Pain is not the cleanser. I don't get it. Hard disagree. <laughs> like poker, paint, like like, it's, like it's like the a, whole point up the ass? That'll cleanse you pretty well.
2: <laughs> like, it's the whole point that pain cleanses you? I don't. Is this like from something? I I honestly don't understand this chalkboard gag. Um. <laughs> So
0: um I guess apparently their uh pain is the cleanser is a Simpsons phrase it's been used before I believe in okay. season 15. Oh, okay. Um Simpson I mean it's something Ned says. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Our couch gag this week the Simpsons butts are on fire and they uh put themselves out in a water that fills the couch and funny enough see episode 15 <laughs> is where we finally get our first repeat (laughs) couch gag. Yeah. So typically, if you don't know, obviously Simpsons usually halfway through the season repeat their couch gags to the back half of the season. But this season, actually, they produce a good chunk of brand new couch gags for us. Yeah. And about six episodes or seven episodes left in the season, maybe eight, they finally start doing repeats, which is yeah. hey, I, hey the artists. The artists are finally coming up with some new uh, new yeah. material. Well,
2: now they don't even do. Well, I guess they still kind of do couch gags, but it's like quick and
3: very few and far between.
2: Yeah. Um. So let's open up this episode. Uh, we see the Simpsons going to the Springfield Mall, and they go to the store. Goody News, Goody News Shoes, which is that's a I, great name. I like great to point name. out this is not. The mall
3: from Lisa, Lisa the skeptic. Skeptic. No, no, no. Uh, uh, We still don't know what happened to that fucking mall.
2: Uh, they demolished it after one day. Um, after finding an angel. Yeah. An yeah. Angel yeah. Uh, so they go to Goody New Shoes, which is great. And Marge is like, uh, she thinks it's the perfect chance for the kids to get some nice jerk shoes. Um, I hate wearing dress shoes. They're uncomfortable. And I, I means- get black tennis shoes. Have you thought um, about
0: putting an insole in a dress shoe and being an adult?
2: Uh, no, because screw being an adult. Adulting sucks. Um... I'll, do for, I'll do a
0: free promo. Spanko Cross Trainer Insoles. They're $20. Okay. Buy them and put them in your shoes. I used to okay. work at Foot Locker. I used to do that. I do that <laughs> now with everything I own that doesn't have uh, the sole sewn in. Okay. Literally everything. They are the best thing to put in your shoes.
2: Uh, nice. I do have I do have insoles in a couple of my shoes, not those brand, but because uh, I have flat feet, so I need something for support. Yeah, um, support, yeah. yeah. and so Bart's like, uh, "What do we need church shoes for?" Jesus wore sandals. Good point <laughs> to Bart. Point Bart. And Homer's like, "Well, maybe if he had better arch support, they wouldn't have uh, caught him." <laughs> point Homer. I point guess. Homer, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Marge, uh, she makes a disapproving. She makes her like. R sound and uh, she notices something she's like look homer there's that perch you like to argue with and homer looks over and sees a parrot sitting atop a perch in front of the store all creatures great and cheap not great and small great and cheap um and homer's like well 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 if it isn't professor know-it-all excuse me marge so, so Yeah, so great. obviously Marge is trying to distract Homer, which she does to perfection. Uh, I I can't wait to to hear Homer arguing with this bird. And uh, Marge explains, uh, I think, so I think this employee is Gil. It sounds a little bit like Gil. It's got Gil voice. It's got the Gil voice. He kind of looks like Gil. He's a soft
0: Gil, but he's He's not as pathetic as Gil. Correct
3: yeah. I mean he, he Gill was fired from his uh realty job so now he's yeah. uh hooking shoes yeah it, it's, it's a very gill it, it's not
0: Gil, but it's every all the ingredients are Gil. yes you know uh, it's, it's Fool's Gill if you will that yeah. <laughs> yeah, like
2: that, I like that. Uh, so Marge explains to Fool's Gill uh what kind of shoes the kids need and she's like they need a good stiff all-purpose dress shoe something at the <laughs> church but also for doctors' appointments. Dental checkups, piano recitals, building dedications, visiting shoe elderly shopping. relatives, haircuts, and shoe shopping. Um, <laughs> I own three pairs of shoes. I have uh, two te- two pairs of tennis shoes and a pair of dress shoes. That's all the shoes I need. I have sandals, but I don't consider those shoes. So, no. I three pairs of nice shoes. That's all I need. What color are your dress shoes? Black.
0: Do you... and you have a black belt that you wear with those correct i always find that dress shoes are actually a really good thing to thrift because they've usually only been worn like once or twice before they're before it's somebody that doesn't like that they have them anymore i've like thrifted almost all of my dress shoes and they're really nice oh so surprisingly i have like a lot of Decent pairs of of dress shoes, even though I don't always wear them. Um, And that primarily comes down to the fact that like, I'll get them very affordable. You know, you get a $5 pair of brand new dress shoes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I got uh, four pairs of Simpsons Adidas (laughs) shoes. Oh, wow. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
3: I I just bought the new ones, the ones that look like the uh, Simpsons uh, living room. I don't know if you've seen those. Um, I got the Quickie Mart, uh, Quickie Mart squishy shoes. The, what other ones? Shit, you... now I can't remember. Um, the, I guess, Flam- oh, Flaming Mose, the Flaming Moes. The Flaming Moes. And, oh, crap, now there's one more. <laughs> the I, I don't one, wear a, right? Isn't there the, do- the Sprinkle Donut one? Did I don't, that don't one have that one. Out? I don't have that one. God, now I can't remember. But no, there. every time Adidas comes out with uh, their collabs, I usually try to, try right. to hop on
0: them. Yeah, I tend to wear Adidas because that's where I'm a 13 and if I go to like Nike it's a 14. But um, oh. I do have this really weird story where I went into a Goodwill um right around like Beverly and Fairfax in uh in California in Hollywood and I saw these Jordans that were my size. Oh wow. Like new, like new Jordans my size, size 14. And I was yeah. like they were like 40 dollars a pair. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm going to get a couple pairs. And the lady behind me comes up and she's like, do you like Carmelo Anderson? And I was like, do you mean Carmelo Anthony? She's like, that's the guy. These are his shoes. He donated about 75 pairs and we have them in the back. And apparently he just like dumped all of his shoes. And I happened (laughs) to be there at the right time. So I have two pairs of Carmelo Anthony's Jordans.
2: That's that I can't do. Like I wear them.
0: Like people yeah. sell them. I'm like, that's how you're going to prove that.
2: Yeah, but yeah. But it it's such
0: a, it's such an insanely weird thing. But I, I, yeah. I tend to have always keep a black and a brown dress shoe in rotation, <laughs> one boot, and then a couple of different colors of sneaker. Keep
2: going. I mean, I do have a pair of boots because you know I live in Wisconsin. Yeah, but yeah. The only time I ever really wear them is if I go to a Packer game because I tend to go to a Packer game and like during the winter and it. It's yeah. a little cold, so it's a feet warm. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and Gil, uh, or fake Gil, uh, says they have a brown shoe. <laughs> That's it. And, He's got a brown shoe. And we get such a perfect Marge moment yeah. of why
0: Marge is such a great piece of this show is because she's so genuine.
2: Yeah. She's like, and, she's like, kids, did you hear that? They have brown. Did you hear that? <laughs> brown. And it's just like,
0: it's such a great use of March. Yes, Cause she's just, you know, it's a very like, I just think they're meat energy where it's just, she's just yep. mm-hmm. and, like trying to make the best out of
2: whatever she's got going on. Yeah. And so uh, Lisa takes off her shoe and she's like, Oh rats. Oh, such bad luck. I didn't wear any socks today. Oh, <laughs> guess I can't try on my shoes and uh our fake gill's like oh it's not a problem you can wear the store sock and he like holds it up and it's got like mold on it and i think there's a couple (laughs) holes at least it's like you yeah i've i've never had to wear a store sock i know they have them
0: they have those little like the little like foot condoms that you can yeah yeah.
2: i i i but it's weird because they're like oh like obviously they want you to wear socks to try and shoes but like even if I'm wearing my my own socks, you don't know how dirty those socks are. They could be like six months old socks that I've never washed, and like it's just as gross as putting your bare feet in. Now, obviously, most people wear shoes with socks, which is probably why you should be wearing socks when you try shoes. But like, obviously, I feel like there's also a sanitation thing with it, and it's just yeah. I always find it fascinating because I get I
0: do most of my shopping either thrifting or directly from artists. Yeah, uh, when it comes to clothing, like if I will oh. buy it directly from the artist that's selling their art or I get it through thrifting. Yeah. And one of the things that's funny is I always wash the clothes I get and I always get people that are like, you know, they wash those before they sell them. I'm like, you know, I tried this shirt on <laughs> and I'm probably not the first person. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need somebody's armpit cheese mixing up with mine here. Like I tried it out to see if it fit and now I'm going to purge it from all stains and and whatever parasites he might've had on them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Usually I've heard, I've heard it's good practice when you buy clothing or even like, not necessarily towels, but I've heard this for towels too is like, wash them right away after you bought them yeah well, well towels
0: especially because they always have that residue that yeah. like that, that tuft residue that you got to get rid of like look at your yeah. lint trap after you wash new towels yeah you have an extra <laughs> towel <laughs>
2: um so uh our our employee tries to uh help bart with his shoes uh but he can't bend over uh due to a bad back and he's like uh young man can you tie your own shoes and bart's like uh, if uh, uh, Tells the guy that if he didn't want to tie shoes, he shouldn't have become a shoe salesman. <laughs> and so the guy's like, all right, bends over and you can hear his bones crack. And that's great. That's great. And uh, so Marge looks across the mall to see Homer at, uh, at all creatures great and cheap arguing with the bird. And Homer's just like, that's where you're wrong, pal. It's not enough to want a cracker, you have to earn it. <laughs> so I'm assuming this because, well, it's a parrot. And there are certain parrots that you know do talk, and so apparently this parrot's like pot, like saying basically wanna cracker." Yeah, it's it's a, it's yeah. a good punchline to the unseen
0: yeah. polywanna cracker. It's, yes. it's very good stuff. Yeah,
2: yep. and so uh, we see Bart and Lisa walking around the shoes, uh, around the shoe store, and Lisa points out the shoes are at least oh they're walking around in the shoes, yes. uh, testing them out, like because yeah we used to do that too, and Lisa's like oh these these are like two sizes too big, and Bart's like. That's perfect. You'll grow into them. Yeah, it's crazy as a kid how many pairs of shoes you go through. It's like, like,
0: God, kids are so expensive because it's right. They're like, (laughs) as a parent, you're like, if I get you these, you're literally growing out of them almost immediately. Talk to Steve. Steve
2: Steve has a five-year, almost six-year-old.
0: Whenever parents buy their kids, like, nice shoes, I'm like, you don't deserve
1: money. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh no, I don't, I don't buy them nice shoes. I buy, you know, we go to like the secondhand kid stores or yes, I just wait for like, <laughs> well, yeah. Or I mean, honestly, like if I'm at Target or something, like I'll wait for them to be on like 70% off clearance and then buy yeah. those. But, yeah. but no, like the only thing I ever buy a little bit bigger for my kid is just his hockey skates. And that's only because you, you tie car. them around their ankle, they're tight, you wear size like. He'll grow. That's fine. He'll grow into those. They could be a couple sizes too big, but I mean, shoes, you kind of want them to fit a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You don't want gunboats
0: on your feet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I used to be a 15 Woo. and then I lost Ooh. a lot of weight and went down oh. to 13 and boy, nice. that's a sweet spot right there. That's yeah. the clearance. That's the clearance yeah. money right there. That's right so, there. Yeah. 13s, 13s come in every shipment of shoes. And nobody but they don't buys always them. sell. Yeah, so when I hit the clearance racks at like an outlet, the thirteens are usually
2: thick. Oh
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and this is this is a really great metal line. Bart's <clears> like <throat> Bart's like, when are we gonna grow into these shoes? And Bart's like, Oh, you're both <laughs> overdue for a spurt. Yeah, we're only nine years into this show and they're still <laughs> eight and ten. <laughs> good yeah, the they definitely do. Uh, that's great. I love that line. And so the Simpsons, uh, now we see they're done shoe shopping and they're walking through the mall. And they come up to a booth called Laugh Till You Care. Um, <laughs> and the volunteer asks Marge if, you know, she likes to laugh. And Marge's like, she starts laughing. And she's like, yes, it's, as long as it's tasteful. And never someone, uh, or never at someone or with. Uh, and not at. <laughs> so, like, yeah, she loves to laugh as long as it's not at the expense of other people. Which, yeah. you know, that's pretty cool. Do you, ever, do
0: you ever have somebody try to busk you into a comedy show? No, I... It's so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah.
0: No, no, I, I don't really,
2: like a... uh, I just go I was, to the
3: shows I
0: like. I was yeah. in Vegas to do comedy, and somebody tried to do like, Do you like comedy? I was like, I fucking don't.
2: <laughs> I was like, no, I really don't.
0: I. It's why I'm here. I wish I wasn't.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I've never... No, I've never never had that. And then I love it, because Marge is still laughing, and the volunteer's like, oh, i got to get away from this crazy person. And he goes to talk to Homer, and the volunteer's like, "Excuse me, sir, do you like to laugh?" And Homer's like, "Why, yes, yes, I do." And the volunteer's <laughs> like, "Well, then you'll love our comedy festival. It's for a good cause." And Homer's like, "A rest home for pirates?" I <laughs> love <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Homer. Yes, a rest home right. for pirates, Homer. Uh, and uh, Lisa's like, "No, Dad, that the uh, the cause is to fight soil erosion." And Homer's like, that's a fight I want to be a part of. Yeah, soil erosion is kind of a problem. Um, Working in the news, I've definitely done more than my, like, well, I haven't done it because I'm not a producer. But uh, I've seen uh, my fair uh, share of stories of homes falling off of cliffside because of soil erosion.
3: Uh, Jeff, do you do, uh,
0: what are they, are they charity specials? do you mean like uh doing fundraisers yeah, yeah I guess we're fundraisers it's, fundraisers are the worst things to do comedy for <laughs> um some of my worst shows have been fundraisers for a couple reasons number one it's usually like a solemn reason you're doing like a comedy show at a cancer benefit oh, oh, and, like, oh. and like when people are talking a lot about cancer and yeah. then you're just like time to laugh and then people are like we're, we're not we're not yeah that um, so, yeah, the worst show I think I've ever done was a Little League fundraiser in Long Beach, California, where the parents were the only ones. That, it was like a, like a bar and restaurant <laughs> where there were no kids. Oh. So the parents, clearly they all have kids. Yeah. They're out for the first time without their kids and probably forever. Yeah, They were the worst audience, so much so <laughs> that, like, the booker, because she, she's just like, like, we were – they booked a lot of very good comedians. Uh, I was yeah. out there with my my co-host of, of you don't even like sports and and you don't even like the show Adam Todd Brown. He and I were both there, and we we both were like great sets that just ate shit because <laughs> they didn't care. And finally, oh. Keith Carey, who's a roast battle comic, he's like a, he's like really good at being mean. Yeah. Um, when he, he was like going up at the end and the booker, who's my friend, Caitlin, she's so funny. She's a producer on unsolved mysteries. She just goes, uh, burn this place to the ground. Nice. And he went up and just did the meanest comedy <laughs> I'd seen. And it was so great. And I think he left immediately after his set because people were so mad. <laughs> uh, he was like doing, cause it was like, you could tell it was like a pretty like like a toxic environment, like a lot oh, of the men were the kind of men that would try to fight you in a parking lot. Oh so he boy. did like a lot like Keith did all this great material about being bisexual and he was like super nice. graphic about it just to nice. to like challenge these people to melt down and it was just Mwah. but that being said, comedy fundraisers are the worst. <laughs> and, and if you are at a fundraiser that is a comedy fundraiser, please be a good audience member mm, and stop yeah. trying to be a part of the show. Yeah. I know that TikTok and Instagram oh. reels desperately want you to be crowd worked, but
2: um, I, I've tried I've tried stand up twice in my life. It was both at co- like when I was in college. So, you know, low, low stress situation. The first time I did it as a freshman, they had like a open not. Open like they had like a talent show thing for like the freshmen and like people could come and watch. And I, I did like a five minute bit. I did okay. Like yeah. you know I, you know I got a few laughs. Like I didn't bomb. Uh, yeah. The second time I did it, yeah, I definitely bombed. Um, it was not great. Uh, yeah. The only way to
0: uh, not bomb is to bomb uh, a whole bunch.
2: Yeah, I yeah. you know I've definitely watched a ton, Like uh, one of one of my uh, one of the comedians I've been watching on YouTube recently. Um, I don't know if you've ever met him, Steve Hofstetter.
0: Yeah, I know Steve.
2: Um, he's a he. I, I love his stuff, but like a lot of his YouTube stuff is hecklers. But like every once in a while, he'll post a video where people like, well, will ask, well, how do you get into comedy? Like, how do you get better at it? And he's like, you have to fail. You have to be okay with failure. Yeah. And so,
0: I, yeah, Steve's done. I do the show in the comedy store in the in the toy store. Um, okay. Called Mint on Card. He's done the show before. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, yeah. I so Steve. yeah, I mean. I've never been to like uh, I'm sure Steve Steve's been to a ton of comedy shows. I've never been to a fundraiser one, um, but <laughs> uh, I've gone to the local the local comedy uh, club in it's about half hour south of Green Bay. Um, and I've seen some pretty I've seen Jason Mewes. I saw uh, J, uh, Jay Shatner Haskahar. I don't know if I pronounced this The guy Jay-Harr. from uh, Broken Mission. Jay- Shatner, yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I butchered it. He was really funny. But I think um, I, the one comedian I actually did get to see who, I mean, he's done movie, well, he did movie roles. He's not alive anymore. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. And that was a fantastic oh,
0: set. Yeah, I saw him at Mohegan Sun before I was a comedian in Connecticut.
2: Oh, uh, I went with my friend. Uh,
0: my friend Tim was like a huge fan. And so he's like, would you go to this with me? I was like, yeah, let's go. And you're right. He was so funny. Yeah, Have you seen the documentary about him? no you should they definitely one of the funniest things is they highlight just how cheap he was when he was on the road and it's fascinating um
2: yeah i did get a free autograph from him which that was his manager's fault because his (laughs) man like his his, hand like his manager's like okay if you want an autograph it's 40 dollars. have the cash ready i give my thing to to gilbert to sign he signed it i'm like thanks for the great show he's like oh you're welcome i had the cash in my hand Gilbert didn't take it. His manager didn't notice. I'm like, all right, I'm walking away and I got a free signature. You're like, like I you robbed f-. a dead man. <laughs> he wasn't dead yet. Um, but speaking of celebrities, Bart looks at the sign, the, 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 the sign up list of all the celebrities. And we got mm-hmm. Jay Leno, Janine Garofalo, Bruce Baum, Bobcat Gold, Goldthwaite. Is it? Yeah. Gold, Goldthwaite. Goldthwait, yeah. And Steve, Steve Wright. Stephen Wright, baby. Yep. The voice of the DJ
0: in um, Reservoir Dogs.
2: Oh,
3: okay. Nice. Yeah, Bob, Bobcat's probably one of my favorites. Um, Bob's great. I, I, I love his stand-up, love everything. Like, the th- what's funny, what introduced me to him was So I Married an Axe Murderer <laughs> with uh, Mike really? Myers. Like Just the oddest movie ever, but he was like the pilot in that uh, I don't know if you both of you've seen it, but he's the oh, yeah. pilot that flies uh, Mike Myers to the. Oh, I'm not sorry, oh, not Mike right. Myers. The the his friend to the island where they're yeah. having their honeymoon. He's like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and he like falls asleep halfway through the flight, and then pops his head oh. up and like just his just his acting and that like that really what really got me started on Bob. Uh, Bob. Was- uh,
0: Bob's great. He's a really nice guy. He uh it's weird when you hear him talk because he doesn't use the voice. Sure. He grew up on the voice. Yeah. You know, it's it's very, very interesting. But he, you know, he's gone past that. The interesting one is Bruce Baum being in there, because Bruce Baum is incredibly talented, but I'm gonna guess that everyone thought he was David Crosby in the show.
2: The yeah, he does look a lot like David Bruce Crosby.
0: Baum, is exa- and he looks like David Crosby. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you Google Bruce, he looks like yep. David Crosby. Um, but uh, that that was the one where I was like, oh, that that's an interesting model because I think they reused it for David oh, Crosby. Sure. Maybe uh, just got through. Yeah. Um, it is funny, yeah. So uh, Jay Leno being sort of like the the main sort of celebrity yeah, comedian I mean. that they have on there. Weirdly unrelated to comedy, connection to him that when I started teaching my. Um, like mentor, I guess you'd say, was Jay Leno's like childhood, like teen best friend. They used to oh, like cool. fix cars together in Boston, and and I was like, whatever, like liar. <laughs> and then he showed me the yearbook and like oh. the stuff that he wrote in in there, and I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, you weren't <laughs> lying, you are a hundred percent correct.
3: See, they Um, could have went with Conan O'Brien, but he had just left the show a few years ago, and they're like, "Let's get someone new." (laughs) They they couldn't have gone with Conan O'Brien because Conan's not a stand-up. The
0: way I know, Jay started as a stand-up, and Conan was a an improv guy, uh, and a writer. The the Lampoon. Uh, I will say, Conan, not a fan of Jay. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And then Janine's great. I. Ironically, New York Comic-Con when I was there, I did one show at the uh, Creek in the Cave, which I believe is no longer there. And the show before that was Janine Garofalo working on her hour, and I got to sit and watch it with nice. like cool. 20 people. And it was awesome. So I got so, to see her perform uh, yeah. in a very small room for That's... with like 20 people.
3: Nice. That's cool. So, so Janine Garofalo is one of the comics. I think the only one that actually does return as a guest star again as herself in season twenty three. Oh. So when we yeah. uh, when we get back to that one, yeah, we will uh, talk about Jean- oh. Janine Garofalo again. Yeah, is she uh, the only one? Yeah. Did the this is that, the only, so, came so back? From, yeah
2: I from what Jay I think, Le- uh, I thought this was Jay I thought Jay Leno did a second episode. Maybe. What I'm
3: seeing, at least what I'm seeing, uh, Jeanine's the only one that comes back. But we'll put uh, a pin in it. We'll see uh, uh, if anyone else shows up again. Um, so uh, Bart, Bart's upset. He's like, someone screwed this up. Got all these big comics lined up for the show, but there's no Krusty. <laughs> and the volunteer asks, uh, who's Krusty who? Krusty the Clown. And the volunteer just looks at Bart's like, the funniest man alive, Prince of Pies, the Sultan of Seltzer. I mean he's a clown. Yeah. And uh the volunteer walks away from Bart to ask Dr. Hibbert if he likes to laugh. He's like, dude, come on, kid. Local local celebrity, not that funny. Yeah. Never, never heard of him. Even though we know that Krusty has been like on TV since like the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So um he's obviously fallen off the off the face of the earth. Well, didn't he um, die in a grease fire or something? Yeah, exactly. I, yep. I do like
0: that reference. I do like that he referenced the, the crusty faking his own death
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yes. in there, but like getting it wrong. Cause it's not yeah. that important. And then yes. the, if he's half as alive as you say, he is, uh, yeah. you know, you got it.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but yeah, Hibber, Hibber says, uh, so something, <clears throat> if something tickles me just right. And then he starts laughing for like a couple, like 30 seconds, like 20 yeah. seconds or something. And I'm like, that's, that's a good filler. Keep the yeah. episode moving a little bit. And so we cut to Springfield Amphitheater, where a banner on the outside says, Comedy Festival Night is being hung up. Yeah. Um, and Bart goes in and tells the man he's looking for, uh, someone named Jay Leno. And, uh, you know, Somebody Bart get has this to, kid a TV. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, mister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try that trick. I'm like, yeah. That's such a good
0: literal interpretation of, of that line.
2: Yeah. It's you know. sort of like
0: the line that the, the oh, kids can be so cruel. And, really? Yeah. And then he runs away and you just hear Lisa screaming.
3: Yeah. Uh, and Bart, you know, Bart thanks him for the TV. He's like, look, look, I'm just joking, kid. I'm Jay. I'm Jay Leto. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Jay asked Bart uh, what, what he can do for him. It's like, well, you're running the show. How could you leave out Krusty the Clown? It's like ah, Krusty the Cloud. That takes me back. Didn't he die in a grease fire? It's like no, he's alive, and he's so funny you could plot. <laughs> At least according to his press release, his
0: own press release, and it's just a flyer. Yeah, yeah. Just a corner
3: flyer with tabs on it.
0: Yeah, that's that's like such a great little bit that I think like that's a little throwaway gag that kind of like probably went over or under a lot of people's heads. Is that he's, yeah. His press release is basically a, a tear-away
3: fly-up. Yep.
0: Like something that you would see at, like, the local bulletin board with, like, a phone number that you tear yeah. off at the bottom.
3: Yeah. Which, is, which is kind of funny to think about because, obviously, through Season 9, we're not really led to believe that Krusty does any sort of stand-up. I mean, I clearly will see that he does, like, birthday parties and stuff, which maybe yeah. that's what the press release would be for, but... um. That's really like really we just know him as the T V clown. Like the that's that's what he does. Yeah. Um and then Leno's like, well, if he's half as alive as you say he is,
2: he's in. (laughs) Aren't they
3: aren't they doing the comedy show like right now? (laughs) Like isn't it
2: going on yeah going
3: on right now? Yeah, it's like the day of
0: I don't know. (laughs) know. uh, yeah, or or I guess you know, the reality of that is it's probably, they're putting up the banner, which means it's later that night. It's sure. true. So, and that's why they call Krusty, and Krusty's in, in a portable sauna, <laughs> saying, basically, to piss off, and then Bart basically says, tell him it'll work towards his community service. You know. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, well, Krusty's like, charity, eh? <laughs> and, uh, and what's my cut? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. It's like, nothing? No, I make more than that to taking a schmitz because <laughs> he's in a steamer at a kid's birthday party yeah, yeah and, and
0: he just uh, inflates a balloon that sideshow yeah. mel turns into a balloon animal which i thought yeah, was a great
3: little line yeah, yeah. yeah. and then uh, Krusty the crusty wishes a kid a happy birthday and tells mel to get the kids out of here he's like all right that's it i'm out. Yeah. i'm done <laughs> um and then jay tells bart that he sounds reluctant it's like, well, tell them it'll count towards the community service. Yeah. <laughs> and then Krusty ad- agrees to do the festival. And uh, Krusty groans and says, uh, "Swipe one pair of haggard slacks, and you're paying for it for the rest of your life." <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you never swiped anything from a thrift store, right? You've uh, always purchased me? it. No, I wouldn't
0: steal from a thrift oh. store. No, no, oh, no. Okay, no. You okay. steal from Target. There you go. <laughs> I'd steal M and M's at the self checkout at
3: Target. Yeah, they don't they don't check anything, man. No. I'm mean, not saying I do
0: that, but I would do that every time I go to Target.
3: Not <laughs> saying I put things on the bottom of my cart and just <laughs> forget that it's there. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, out.
0: if you're dressed nicely and you accidentally shoplift a bag of peanut M and M's, no one's you're gonna care. Nobody's always gonna care. No. It's very easy to be like, oh, my God, I totally forgot that this was up in this part of the carriage. It's my bad. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, and so uh, at the night of the festival, uh, we see Steve Wright is the first first comedian. And Wright says he finally got around to reading the dictionary. Turns out the Zebra did it. <laughs> and everyone that... laughs except Homer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. One of my favorites... favorite...
0: <laughs> this, this is legitimately, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is uh... one
3: of my most reused Simpsons lines in all of history. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Lisa's like, uh the zebra didn't do it. It's just the word at the end of the dictionary.
2: <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. I don't get it either. Uh, really? <laughs> well I get it. I mean I get like Lisa's explanation. It's just I feel like the the con like I I mean he's like the zebra didn't do it. Like the whole line is the zebra the zebra did it.
1: Yeah. Because
0: that's the the last the last m- m- noun in the in the dictionary, so it's yeah. the end. Ah. The, it's the end of the story.
3: Is oh. who they reveal who the killer
0: is gotcha. in a mystery novel.
3: Robert, wow. Robert's like Robert's like Homer.
2: Yeah. I like, <laughs> get jokes.
0: So so I get jokes. The, like, the
2: joke, that's, jokes are funnier when you have to explain <laughs> them. That. that see here's
0: here's the one thing though, it's a pretty decent joke. Yeah, I'd say yeah. It, it's it's very much a Stephen Wright joke. It's a Stephen yeah. Wright '80s joke, okay. um, but but you know he's dry one-liners. That's his yes. whole thing. But the idea and and the line that really sticks out and one that I've used countless times is, "Oh, I get jokes." Like <laughs> I I say that a lot because it's such a it's such a perfect thing where he he's confused, 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 and then finally. When it's like, oh, it was a joke. It's like,
2: oh, <laughs> oh okay, well, I get jokes then. That yeah. is funny. Yeah. Uh, so then we, a... uh, we see Krusty, Saito Mel, and Mr. Teeny going backstage. And Leno greets Krusty. But Krusty doesn't know who Jay Leno is. That's, that I, that's weird. It's because he's been
0: too selfish and lazy. Uh,
2: and so he's keeping... We s-
0: well it's like he's key, he he's never he hasn't kept tabs on any part of the industry whatsoever. Uh, and he's sure. also he's also big dogging people that are so much above him. Yeah. Like Jay Leno, you got to remember at the time Jay Leno was um the host of the Tonight show. He had like just yep. gotten it, right? Yeah. So yeah. or no, he'd had it for a little while. I forget this is 98. So like Jay Leno is probably the most famous comedian that is in yeah. Seinfeld in 1998, right? Yes. Um, he's the most watched comedian at the time as well. Like, you know, more people saw him, right, every night. Yeah. So the idea that Krusty do- is big-dogging <laughs> Jay Leno <laughs> when he's just a local celebrity, celebrity putz, yeah, it's is nice. like brilliant. It's such a brilliant thing because it just shows you how out of sync he is with everything.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, then we see Krusty shaking Stephen Wright's hand, but he doesn't know who uh, Stephen Wright is either. Yeah. And uh, and then Bobcat Goldthwait comes up to Krusty. He's like, <laughs> "If it wasn't for you, Krusty, You're I would have been a doctor."
0: Keep the voice you got to try the voice.
2: I I can't try. I, don't ask me to try the voice. I'm not good <laughs> with voices.
0: That's um, a tough one to recreate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then uh, Janine Garofalo comes up. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. She's doing her set and she starts it out by saying she got her period that day and Marge (laughs) just spits out her drink. She's like, good Lord. Like, obviously even like, I mean, obviously women comedians tend to talk more about like women issues and Marge is definitely like brought up in like, Oh, women shouldn't talk like that. Yeah. uh, That's,
3: that's, that's, (laughs) I mean, that's the only thing that I didn't necessarily like about, I mean Jenny Ruffalo is fine but we just saw yeah. Adam Sandler live. Yeah. And which was awesome but one of his openers. Her openers she uh was like brand new to Saturday Night live, Saturday Night live like she, like yeah. her first year. But this is like the stuff like that's all she talked about during her yeah. entire set and I'm like all right, all right it's kind of a- she's
0: doing she's doing her own material. Like no, that, I don't. I like here's it. the thing is maybe that wasn't for you. Not every comedian. No, no, was no. Four you. No, that definitely
2: was not for us. Yeah, and that's and that's, but, but also, yeah, like, true.
0: I think the best part about that is like men, especially men that look like us, need to grow yeah. up and accept I... the fact that not everything <laughs> is going to be catered just for us. Correct. Like, and had... there is no universal funny. <laughs> no, there absolutely isn't. And no. the best thing a comedian can do is not book their clone as yeah. an opener. Like, yeah. I, when I travel, I go home. Whenever I go home, I always book one show to pay okay. for my, my flight. I only book one show. I say, look, I'm gonna do one show. Yeah. It sells out, it sells out. Um, I take three, I go I go to my local people back in Western Massachusetts. I go to the Woot Nanny comedy people and I say, give me three openers, local, make sure that everybody is different.
1: Yeah. I was like, sure. do
0: not pick three straight white men <laughs> to have the same perspective that I have yeah, on stage. That's I, that cool. is boring. So, like, in that regard, like, if somebody's doing her material about a period, I don't need to have my period to know good joke structure. I'm also a comedian. That's what I do. But, like, it doesn't bother me when something isn't made for me anymore because we, and when I say we, I mean the three of us collectively, but white men in general, have been placated to for all of America. Like yeah. for the entirety of America, we have been gifted <laughs> that we are the base level of human being. There, that uh, we are we're, we're the starter on the video game creator character screen. Yeah, that we are the base, and that um, any change from that is a deviation from the norm.
2: There, so uh, like, I saw. I don't yeah. know if you watch Letter Letter Kenny at all, but uh, K Trevor Wilson was in Wisconsin, and me and a couple of my friends went to go see him. And one of his openers was was a woman. She was fantastic. I loved yeah. her set, and like one of the, like one of the younger comedians I've been watching lately, uh, Sarah Tomlinson. She's fantastic too. Do you mean uh, Taylor Tomlinson or Taylor? Why did I say Sarah? You're right. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor is a
0: Taylor is a what is going to go down as as like a Mount Rushmore of comedy yeah. kind of. I, and I, I think He's...
2: the re- but I think the reason why I like her so much is like a lot of her stuff is really relatable. To everybody. I mean she does I, I think there's some parts in her set where she does talk about being female that I don't relate to, but the way she structures the joke, yeah, I still, still laugh at it. Structure is still good. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. but, but it, it is a good reminder that um that something doesn't have to be funny to us. Yes. to, to still be funny. Like yeah. it, it can still be like that's the thing is like my audience is not general. <laughs> I, yeah. my fan base is mostly, I'd say 80% nerdy. Okay. And like, like, so if I'm doing like a deep dive bit about Star Wars, for example, <laughs> like, and, and Star Wars is like, it's such a generic thing to yeah. say, but like my audience will find, but like average people, like when I do a show and my mom brings one of her friends over, sometimes <laughs> they do not think I'm funny because they don't have a point of reference for my material. Yeah. Women, have off like the other, the other other side of that too. And I know, I don't want to spend too much time on this yeah. because obviously Marge and you could say, you know, like internalized misogyny or whatever you want to say about yeah. clutching your pearls, literally at uh, a period <laughs> joke is like the amount of dudes that all they talk about is their dick. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, that, uh, you know, and that's the thing though. The, 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 the woman opener at Adam Sandler, most of her stuff was talking about her vagina and like, like, the weird i will say the weird thing about it was obviously they have a camera crew cuz Adam Sandler's huge and like <laughs> she kept having the camera operator zoom in on her like pants in that area and it's just like it's so over the top like i didn't necessarily find it offensive cuz i don't comedy subjective but it's just like it just gets so tired and like there's definitely That seems that sounds funny to me
0: that she's actually addressing, yeah. she's addressing the camera operator, yeah. which you're never supposed to do. Like yeah. that's clever to me.
2: Um, I, I, but I, but for me, I feel like if a guy comedian did that too, I'd also find that not funny. And like, <laughs> please move. There's the hacky hell on. stuff,
0: sure. Like yeah. there's hacky material, sure. But like, you know, it is one of those things where you know, you know who thinks she's funny? Adam Sandler. Yeah, so like that yeah. should also give you that perspective yeah. of being like, and I've had to, I've faced this, and I think a lot of that does come through like being in the trenches, being there, mm-hmm. and also like having to like check myself, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the check that privilege of of like understanding that, you know, I have been pandered to and catered to my whole existence that it is funny to when something and you see it now these like culture wars of like oh yeah you know a, a, a movie with a Marvel makes a, a woman movie and people are just like how can I know that's to me yeah, it's just it's very funny to me. It's it's yeah. it's the fragility of the white male ego is is a mm-hmm. very fascinating thing to look at when you're also inside of it. Mm-hmm. And you get to see the people around you like why why are you so weak? Not you guys, <laughs> but I'm saying in general when you see these people I'm like uh and then the easiest thing to do with them you, you you know what they prize mm-hmm. and you just go hey why are you so small and weak oh, and it's like yeah. such a it's such a trigger for white men to be called that that it's just mm. oh it's so good it's so fun to do that
2: uh, so we see i'm uh...
0: sorry i didn't mean to go on a I, hold <laughs> on i'll get off my soapbox real quick yeah uh,
2: so we see uh, Garofalo uh, uh continuing her set and she's like uh, uh she's she's like, oh, I got a new boyfriend. He's like, you know how it is when you're kissing a guy with a tongue stud, and everyone laughs. <laughs> a, Homer, such a
0: 1998. Yeah. 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 but That's Homer such a 98 thing.
2: Homer is pounding on the table with his fist, laughing. He's like, yes, oh god, yes. It's uh, so true. <laughs> <good. laughs> it's so good. So uh, Jay Leno announces that it is time for something special. Uh, the man Spencer Tracy called the most promising newcomer of 1959. Put your hands together for Krusty the Clown. So yeah, Krusty's been in the game for a really long I, time. I want to know how old he is at this point. A hundred. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the bit, right? Yeah, that, he's, yeah. uh, he,
0: that he's he's covered up in makeup to hide how much of an old rotten man he is.
2: Well, we'll yeah. find out how old he is because uh, so Krusty's music plays a upon. <sighs> And Bart, you know, cheers for Krusty, because Krusty is Bart's hero. Yeah. And so Krusty does his he's like, hey, hey. And he asks the crowd about the uh, uh, have you ever had those TV dinners? I've tried one of I tried one the other day, and when lightning strikes strikes, the peach cobbler goes out. And it's Bart a... is literally the only one who laughs at the joke.
0: He's doing like hacky cat skills comedy yes. comedy, which is so funny. <laughs> that it's such like an outdated form of comedy that he's doing. Yes. And he's doing TV dinner jokes. Yeah. And then they, they, they rightfully are like, oh, God. He's like, oh, no, I better hurry up and be racist. Yeah. Uh, because that's what they that's what comedy used to be. Like, it yeah. used to be just nothing but punching down. Mm-hmm. And it used to be just, oh, me so sorry, with the yeah. butt teeth. Um, uh, and, uh, and
1: go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, Chrissy. And then Chrissy's like, he just repeats the word cobbler. And then uh, he says, "Like uh, the other thing about TV dinners, if you don't have leftovers. You have oh, you don't have leftovers. You have reruns." <laughs> and then no, not even Bart is laughing at that joke. I understand the joke; it's a poop joke, but it's not funny. Uh, and uh, Janine Raffalo, off to the side, she's like, "Is he doing TV dinner jokes?" Um and she sarcastically says uh to take that uh oh no and then she's like, Oh take that Swanson's. Um uh, yeah, we used to have a Swanson's uh like van that used to drive around her neighborhood, so um, Oh
0: like a a truck or like a refrigerated ice cream man that used to deliver yes. TV dinners? Yeah. That's unhinged. I yeah, love
2: no. it. Oh and so Krusty's like, Oh, you don't like that one, huh? Well and he turns around, he puts buck teeth in his mouth. And he does a racial impression. Ah, um, oh, so sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he does oh, so the, the, the
0: the the famously racist buck teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so sorry for giving us a please. I of thing. feel
2: like I feel like like in twenty twenty three, I don't think this part of the episode would make it to air. Um, you <laughs> know, know, it's funny
0: because. I think it would, and the reason why I think it would is primarily because it's going to show you how bad and hacky it is. Okay. In, in a way of like how in the the um, Dundee's episode of The Office. Oh. Okay. They do, he yeah. does ping. And the whole point of that is to show how out of touch, stupid, ignorant, and racist somebody uh, is.
1: Uh-huh. You're
0: not laughing you're not laughing at the impression. No. You're laughing at the sad, pathetic man who is doing the impression, and how uncomfortable it is. Yeah, the discomfort that's... is what is very funny.
2: Yeah, Leno um, groans, and he's like, "Oh, what is he gonna do next? The flappy dicky?" And the crowd, the crowd, boos, the crowd starts booing Krusty. And he's like, "Uh oh, losing the room. Time to pull out the A material." And Krusty does the flappy dicky, which is uh, he's got what is it called? Um, it's a dicky. Okay, okay, yeah. And he's got like a string, and it like flaps up and down. And yeah. uh, he's it's very Braunville,
0: like, very, very, very <laughs> of the previous first half of the century. Yeah. And
2: every, everyone just, they're sitting at their chairs, mouths wide open. Like, they're like, what are we watching? And Krusty the just. disbelief, just stops. the absolute yeah, yeah.
0: disbelief that they're having to deal with this nightmare of, a, of an experience.
2: And Krusty just stops, and then the spotlight that's shining on him just turns off. And so now we go backstage and Bart finds Krusty. He's like, and Bart's like, oh, great, great set, Krusty. And Krusty's like, are you kidding? I stunk up the joint. And Bart's like, no, no, I was just talking to Lisa. We both agreed you killed it. And Krusty's like, really? Lisa, huh? Because yeah. obviously Lisa probably wouldn't find that funny.
0: No, uh, Well, I just like the idea that he doesn't know who Lisa is. <laughs> yeah. he has, except he's like, Lisa liked it, huh? Ooh.
2: Um, But that's
3: that's the running joke. I I mean, it seems like that's the Simpsons running joke. No one remembers anyone. Mr. Burns doesn't remember Homer. Krusty doesn't remember Bart and Lisa and the numerous times that he's helped or saved or anything. Like, it's kind of funny that across so far nine years, we get moderate continuity. But, like, this sort of stuff just always seems to rear its head, like, Oh, I don't remember you, Bart, until right now. And at least until right now. (laughs) But, uh, and then they always go over, they didn't do it this episode, but in past episodes, they always went over, Oh, these are the times that we've met you.
2: Yeah, You don't remember? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, So Bart says, yeah, there were a lot of laughs. You probably just couldn't hear it because of the acoustics were so bad. (laughs) Yeah, Krusty agrees with Bart. He's like, yeah. That was good. The Asian accent was great. Ooh. I don't know. The acousti- the acoustics?
2: I don't know they if you can fine. blame those. I no, don't know. They were fine. Krusty just bombed. Yeah. Bombing
0: is... Uh, you get to a certain point where bombing becomes funnier than killing. <laughs> because you're just like, you know, if you've been doing it for, for long enough or whatever, you're just like, the bomb itself is not particularly fun
1: yeah uh, but yeah. It,
0: it is like this like i can't believe this is happening it's so funny
1: and i always <laughs> yeah. find that
0: very very enjoy not enjoyable it's nobody wants to bomb but like when you're bombing it's so and when you're watching somebody bomb it's very funny and you're just like oh, oh you're losing it you are losing yep. it yeah so yeah.
3: graffalo asks right uh and gold um if he got a load of corpsey he the clown does <laughs> everyone thought he was dead and uh, Bruce Baum scoffs at the mention of Crusty and says, he cheapens the whole profession. <laughs> He's wearing an inner tube and fake <laughs> dead fish on his head. <laughs> Great little bit. Great little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, like uh, Carrot Top. Carrot to- always, uh, props. Prop I want to see in. Carrot
0: Top live so bad. Oh, you I haven't yet? It. I haven't. No, because like every time I go to Vegas, I'm always just like, I got to see Carrot Top. And then they're like, yeah, tickets are hundred and something bucks sure i don't know yeah, I yeah. yeah. but i genuinely do want to see carrot top i bet it's a great show i genuinely gotta, think it's probably a very enjoyable show
3: yeah you gotta you gotta get get up big at the casino that he's at it then the person comes like hey here's some complimentary uh <laughs> shirt. i think it's in mandalay
0: i think that's where he like i stay at mandalay bay <laughs> like i literally okay. stay there <laughs> Uh, on Thanksgiving, and uh, yet I haven't seen it. It's, uh, it's oh, embarrassing wow.
3: for me. Yeah. <laughs> One day, you'll get there. One day. I, I, someday. Um, so, uh, Baum asks the internet comic what he thinks of Krusty, and <laughs> the computer internet comic beeps a couple times and the comedians <laughs> laugh. It's
2: a great little bit.
3: Computers are funnier than humans sometimes.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
3: And uh, Leno tells the comedians to keep it down, and points that Krusty heard everything because you know he's They're right, right there. there behind the behind the curtain. And uh, stagehand comes in and tells Krusty, "Me, is like five minutes. It's like, oh, I don't want to go back out there." He's like, "No, you have five minutes to get your stuffing kid out of here." <laughs> a little, such a great little five minutes, Krusty.
0: Oh, I'm not going back out there.
3: No, no we're asking you to
0: leave. Yeah.
3: Get that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Krusty groans and falls out of his chair. And so uh, we see Mel and Krusty are at the Pimento Grove, and you know, Krusty asks where Mister Teeny is because Mister Teeny's uh, Krusty's secretary. Yes. And uh, Mister Teeny, you know, rollerblades up to Krusty with the newspaper underneath his arm, and we get the headline: "Dog Kills Cat, comma self Murder suicide. It's a
0: great, oh, yeah. that's such a good little joke. Yeah,
3: that's pretty funny. <laughs> and so Crusty grabs the paper to read the reviews, which I don't know if much, I don't know, comedy festival. I mean, I guess in the night, I guess I don't remember much comedy in the 90s. They probably didn't go to much. Entertainment reporters
0: they, entertain, uh, report on entertainment. Yeah, they, they
3: still okay. got. <laughs> and, uh, obviously everything's online now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that kids is a newspaper. Um, the first uh, review, Krusty reads, uh, says the festival delivered wall-to-wall laughs without exception. And Krusty's like, "Woo!" Where the only exception was the embarrassing dated humor yeah. <laughs> of Springfield's green-haired, red-nosed hack, Krusty the Clown.
0: Yeah, but the, the, you missed one of the best jokes, where it's like green-nosed hack, and then it's continued on another page, oh, that's so he has right, to go right. figure out who it is. Which yeah, just It's just such, such a beautiful little bit to throw in there. Yep. It's just the idea that uh, he doesn't know that they're talking about
3: him. <laughs> oh. Yep. No, that's a, that always bugged me with newspapers, though. It's like you're reading a story, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got to turn to page 9B because no one really cares that badly about the story. They'll <laughs> finish the rest of it up in the back of the newspaper. Yeah. Um, so, got so much cr- space. <laughs> I know, and so Krusty groans and you know puts his head on the, head on the table. And he's like and uh, Sideshow Bob's like they say any any publicity is good publicity. He's like you, sir, are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Krusty, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Mister Teeny uh, tries to give uh, tries to hand Krusty a banana, and Krusty knocks it away. He's like, oh, that's your answer to everything. Uh, look at my life. I'm talking to a monkey. And uh, looks at Mel. He's like, I don't know what the hell you are. (laughs) And Mel's like, oh, you can be so cruel when you're sober. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently it's the first time Krusty the Clown's ever been sober.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know what Mel is. Mel's always, I mean, he's a good, he is a good replacement to Sideshow Bob. Yeah, he's and got a uh, yeah, isn't he, he is though? I think we kind of learned he's like more of that Fraser type in like future episodes, like very and high class, very like he's the, he's
0: Shakespeare. He's 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 the I played Hamlet guy, you know. See, yes. like I've I've played King Lear at at the Globe, and yep. now I'm now I'm stuck being second fiddle to a local
3: clown. Yep, and Crossy uh, says uh, he'll fix his sobriety. And he's going on a bender to end all benders. Oh boy! Yep. There
0: and it is. Uh, that's a that's a Futurama foreshadowing, by the
3: way.
2: Oh yep. yeah. Uh huh.
0: It's not, but
2: that's it's funny.
3: <laughs> well, <What it laughs> no, yeah, they were like, "Hey, that's a good name for a character. Write that down." Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Krusty visits a few places on his bender. He goes to the Gutter Room, <laughs> Blotto's. <laughs> and bloated liver.
0: Classic Does, Krusty.
3: Yeah, those are some good places to go. And during Krusty's Bender Tendall Benders, uh, we see him drinking out and vomiting into the Stanley Cup. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. I'm Never serious. drink
2: out of the Stanley Cup ever. No, that, that thing a, is so filthy.
3: Yes, yeah, that thing goes that.
2: through hell and back.
3: To be I fair, they do
0: wash it.
2: Yeah, yes. I still wouldn't want to. You you could you could bleach that for five days <laughs> without in touching it.
0: Uh, I, think, I hate to tell you about everything you've ever eaten off of in a restaurant before, but
2: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. As long as you don't know what's happening, you're fine.
3: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Krusty does a lot of drinking. He drinks six beers at once uh, out of a water container. Uh, he drinks out of a glass slipper <laughs> and a work boot. I mean, he's, he's Shooting on the his boot. way to a, you know, boot. I boot. like drinking out of the glass boot. That's, That's And, uh, so now we cut to the Simpson house where Marge and Lisa are watching a Spanish soap opera. And I love Marge asks Lisa what the man is saying on TV. Like every time they speak Spanish and clearly I didn't know this, but Lisa knows Spanish. Yeah. And uh, Lisa first says, the, uh, the guy says, there's no shame in their forbidden love. And Marge says, uh, Diego isn't going to like that. So, like, she must be clearly getting everything Fe- spoon fed to her by Lisa. Correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, all uh, of that information is is given to her by Lisa. I think that's yeah. very funny. Yeah.
3: And uh, the woman on TV says uh, <laughs> something else in Spanish. And then Marge looks at Lisa again. And Lisa translate. take me here. Under the disco ball. Yeah. It's also
0: funny that uh, Lisa has to interpret smut.
3: Yeah, for know her that.
0: mother, like that. Like, that's the other thing where, like, she's watching this trashy TV, but she also has to have her child interpret it for her. I think it's like a great little addition.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that that Marge like like a lot of housewives, like stay-at-home moms, like watching soap operas throughout the day. But yeah. I like the fact that. Marge is actually watching, like, Telemundo or something. She, she's like, watching a
0: telenovelas, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, we see Bart sliding down the stair banister, and uh, he's like, beep, beep, clear the couch, it's Krusty time. And so we get the announcer, uh, he announces Krusty, but when the curtains are open, it's Kent sitting Kent at Popman a desk the Clown! <laughs> with, with a Krusty wig on and a red nose, he's like, hey, hey, I'm Kent Brockman the Clown. Filling in for Krusty the Clown, who didn't come in today. He is presumed dead or on vacation. Today's top joke? It seems a local moron threw his clock out the window. We'll tell you why right after this.
0: Perfect. No uh, notes. Yeah. That's a perfect bit. Keep moving. You yeah. Yeah. No, need to, no need to even try to dissect that. That is a perfect little
2: bit. That's great. And uh, so Bart's like, this sucks. I'm going to leave, and we see Bart going outside. Only to hear uh, we hear some groaning coming from the Flanders yard, and we see Bart uh, jump up on on the fence, and he looks over, and we see Rod and Todd poking at Krusty, who's passed out on their lawn. And uh, Todd's like, "Wow, a clown! Do you think he's evil?" And Rod's like, <laughs> "He smells evil." Uh, no, that's just the alcohol, Rod. That's just yep. the al- all, all the alcohol. And Todd asks if they should tell. Their dad and Rod says, "No, let's just keep poking him a while longer." Oh, wow, Rod and Todd are all right.
1: Yeah, a little
0: creepy.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, right. So uh, Bart Bart chases Rod and Todd away from Krusty. He's Like, get out of here! And they run back into their house, and Bart drags Krusty into the house and up the stairs. So Bart's got some strength because Krusty Krusty is a bigger guy. Yeah, but I love the fact yep. that every. Every step they take, Krusty's head hits the stairs. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, and so Bart, Bart, we see, is dragged Krusty into his room um, and put him in bed. And he gave Krusty something to drink. And we get a ton of Krusty merchandise, the Krusty merch, baby. So we have the talking Krusty doll across a Krusty toy chest a crusty mug, a crusty the clown show poster, a crusty lamp, a crusty phone, a crusty number one pennant, a crusty tongue pendulum clock, which is first seen in Camp Crusty, two crusty photographs, a crusty poster, a crusty model plane, stacks of crusty magazines, a crusty bedspread, uh, not not that kind of crusty, Uh, uh, a crusty a crusty hey-hey rug, a crusty snow globe, a regular crusty doll, a crusty in the box, a crusty radon detector, a crusty calendar, a camp crusty banner, crusty's personal swabs, a crusty t-shirt, a crusty waste bucket, a crusty firing bell out of a cannon toy. That's kind of cool. A crusty throwing bomb toy, a crusty alarm clock, a crusty globe, a crusty brand seal of approval, A crusty toolbox, a crusty ball, uh, a crusty walkie-talkie, which Milhouse owns, the other one, last seen in uh, Homer Define, a crusty book, a bottle of crusty eyewash, and finally, finally, a crusty flashlight. I think he sold out. uh, Yeah, just a
3: little bit. How many Jeff Jeff May uh, uh, clocks can I get? Can I order uh, one? Jeff May
0: clocks? No, I don't think you can get that on my, like, is it Teespring <laughs> or whatever thing? They make a lot of shit. It's, I, do have, uh, I do have Jeff May uh, envelopes. Because oh. um, I sell, like, on my Patreon, one of the things is, like, one of the things I do is I open packs of trading cards
2: Oh, okay. on camera.
0: But I don't want all of these cards. So I have a tier on my Patreon that's, like, I will send you cards. Like, I will send you. So, um, Sticker Mule does these like different envelope uh, things. So, and I have like various uh, pieces of artwork um, by like friends and and fans and stuff that have done things that I've converted into merch. So, like, there are Jeff May buttons, stickers, and uh, every month, uh, people at a certain tier get an envelope full of random crap from me. And it does have my face on it, usually, my cartoon face. So, It's not selling out because I have to pay for these things, but it is definitely. It's very funny when I go into the um, post office because, like, usually they'll figure it out when nice. they like they look when they turn and look at it, and then they look at me and they're like, "This does look
1: <laughs> like you." Um,
2: it's very yeah. funny. Yeah. So, uh, so Krusty says it hurts to talk, so they'll have to work out a system of blinks, and so part like like winks at him basically like blinking his eyes like differently and crusty tells bart no yeah. not you imbecile and uh bart smells uh bart smells crusty's breath and he's like crusty what were you drinking was it gasoline and crusty like yeah i was drinking gasoline mother but he says it sarcastically but he's like yes
0: i was drinking gasoline because he was yeah, that's very yeah. funny.
2: Uh, and Krusty, you know, combs his uh, uh, combs his hair and sticks out his tongue at a poster of himself. <laughs> so but it, you know, it's just a poster of himself, and, he, and, and like, and he thinks the tack that Bart used to hang up the poster is actually in his head yeah. because he believes this the a tack uh, in my forehead. I gotta pull that's out, So, yeah. cool. well, I mean, he was drunk. I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, and so Bart, Bart points out to Krusty, he's like, "Dude, that's a poster of yourself." And Bart <laughs> says, he has all of, uh, he's like, I have all of your stuff. He's like, man, I can't believe how much crap there is with my face on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Krusty picks up a jar of his Krusty uh, personal swabs. He's like, man, what was I thinking? He, but I and feel realized, like almost as like
3: lawyers did a lot of this stuff too, because what, uh, i trying to remember what episode
2: it was. The crustios and the metal the, Yeah, dark. yeah.
3: Yeah, because, like, that episode has, like, his Krusty brand seal. That was, like, the first episode yeah. where we learned about his products and everything. And even then, he's like, I don't know if I, how I even endorsed any of this crap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is it is very funny, though, because he, uh, you know, they do definitely play him out as just being, like, a greedy dumbass.
2: Yeah. 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 And uh, Krusty realizes he should have been working on his act all <laughs> these years. I was too busy selling out. Now I'm just a tired old hack. And then he
3: starts to cry because you know, yep. And then Bart pulls out one of the swabs on crusty to use on Krusty's tears. Like, get that away from me!
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, swab burned him.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, get Bart- that thing away from me. <laughs> yeah, here, use my Krusty eye wash. <laughs> Not and so, yep. And so Bart invited uh, Leno over to uh, help Krusty the Clown, yep. and uh, you know Bart and Leno are giving Krusty a bath. And, uh, I love the fact that you can see Krusty's pacemaker scar and his, uh, superfluous superfluous third nipple. nipple. Like, that's, that's fantastic. And, uh, Krusty says it is no question that he has to freshen up his act. And, uh, Krusty asks Leno, if he has a professional, as a professional comedian, I demand you, uh, tell me everything you know about, (laughs) about comedy. And uh, Leto says, "Uh, sure. It's like, stop squirming. Can't get all the tangles out. (laughs) And Par's over there, clearly, like, out of the conversation. like, yeah, these are ridiculous. These are impossible.
0: Yeah. They they sneak a little gay joke in there about him being, like, a a stereotypically gay hairdresser. And they kind of look at him weird. Because back in the day, being a gay guy was a punchline.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: um,
0: But it's it's definitely uh, one of those things where, you know, you look at it and you're like, eh, well, at least the joke has a little bit of a laugh yeah. to it, but a little bit lazy for 98, but <laughs> yeah. the times were what they were. Yeah. yeah.
3: And so Krusty and Leno look at Bart and uh, he reaffirms the tangles are, are impossible and he's like, anyway, don't you have some advice for Krusty? And Leno's like, well, these days people uh, like observational humor about things they deal with in everyday life. I was like, Oh yeah, you mean... Like when your lazy butler washes your sock garters and they're all, all still covered with schmutz. It's like, well, kind of, but more universal. And maybe lose the miso sali bit. And Bart's like, hey, whoa, whoa, let's not tamper with the classics. <laughs> uh, and Bart Crossy's uh, like, shut up, kid. Come on, Leno. Tamper. Teach. Impart. Crusty's <laughs> ready to, Crossy's ready yeah, to learn. Right.
0: He's ready to. He's ready to move it up by. It's about time to. uh, It's about time to have the Bart comedy jam. Yes.
3: And well, first, first Homer walks into the bathroom and starts unzipping his pants before before he speaks. I was like, "Oops, sorry, son. I didn't know you, Jay Leno, and a monkey were bathing a clown." (laughs) It's like though You walk into a bar joke. Yeah, and it's was like, well, they are so make with the loofah or get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff.
3: Uh, so Bart puts on Bart's Comedy Jam in the living room, and he's 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 the opener. He's starting with his jokes, yeah, and Bart's he- uh, Bart says, and then of course, uh, there's Mom who sounds something like this. He wraps up a blue towel on his head like Marge's hair and imitates Marge's voice, and uh, do your vegetables. Make sure you shower. Uh, take a sweater. Mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Mm. And Homer and Lisa Martin. laugh.
0: What's and Marge that? Marge makes that.
3: Yeah. yeah. She's, she's not impressed. And uh, so Bart introduces Krusty, who tries out to try out his new material. Because like, hello, I'm a real person. And as a real person, I made some humorous observations about the real life. Yeah. For example... <laughs> Have you ever noticed how there are two phone books, a white one and a yellow one? <laughs> what's the deal with that?
0: <laughs> one's for residential and one's for businesses.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, well, what's next?
0: Blue pages? <laughs> yeah, that's for government offices.
3: Yeah, the like, they have those. They're for government I, listings. What's I funny see. about this,
0: this has a great insight into comedy, which is, and you'll hear this from most successful comedians, which is don't write for your audience. Yeah, write for yourself, and your yep. audience will show up. Mm. And that that has really sort of landed uh, form. Now, granted, I've, I've really pulled away from stand up since the pandemic started. I, I kind of like shifted my focus more to podcasting. Sure. And getting back into stand up actually pretty recently, and having fun with it. But yeah, I, like I always just did my thing, and I was like, well, the people will come. I'll find myself doing comic cons and anime expo and, you know, I do my show at a toy store and I do comic book shops like it's pretty standard stuff, really.
3: I mean, that's what impressed me most about Jim Gaffigan is (laughs) like he just talks about food and being fat, white and bald and (laughs) a Christian. And I'm none of those things, but everything he's saying is Fucking he, hilarious. Jim is
0: brilliant. Jim Jim yes. great. He does brilliant comedy, but it, it is very digestible, mm-hmm. easy comedy. Yeah,
2: um, okay. not,
0: not in an insult. I'm not saying easy in like the jokes he does, but it's like it is there's not going to be anything offensive oh. um no. in the in that as well, where it's like, you know, take your average Jim Gaffigan fan, put him in front of Patton Oswald, and they'd be like, I do not understand half of the things he's talking about, or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah. Patton has built quite quite the audience of people that are his fans yeah and that is i think the that's the truest way to do it like you know if you start pandering to your audience disney i mean what or i mean (laughs) you could do the other aspect of that as well where it's like joe rogan
3: yes joe rogan
0: joe rogan found a way to pander to i'm sorry like if 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 anybody (laughs) listening is a fan but like
2: to people that think they're smart while they're not yeah well Joe I mean Joe Rogan has admitted that he is a moron <laughs> yeah but
0: he does that because that removes all responsibility yeah, yeah, true. of yeah. him saying these things where he's like no don't listen to me I'm just a moron with a podcast it's like yeah. no you're a wealthy moron with mm-hmm. a massive fan base yeah. and if you are radicalizing them to do stupid shit because you're like, I'm just a comedian. Well, like, I'm sorry, but you've you've leveled up past being able to say mm-hmm. I'm just a comedian. Yeah. That's, that is the double-edged sword of fame. You want to be considered the GOAT, Dave Chappelle? That's awesome. But if all you do is focus on the trans community, you actually just sound like a sad old man who's yeah. trying to at least line yourself up with bigots that will still pay you money. And mm-hmm. that is like, you know, you die the hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Batman Correct. reference. Hey, I hey, don't hey, the There you
1: go. Where it's uh, like
0: a, a true idiot, uh, like if you want to be a smart idiot, the best thing to say is, I might not understand this, but I know that that doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the mentality of being trans because I am not that. Yeah. I am not, I don't know what it's like to be gay or trans or black or a woman like that doesn't mean I'm right. And so when you get to a certain point and you, you, you dig in those heels and you're like, no, I'm right because this is my truth. (laughs) And it's like, it's not about you. Like it it, it isn't. And, and this is a thing that Krusty is going to hit. He's going to hit this wall Mm -hmm. of being like, what do you people want? When he mm -hmm. loses his mind People are going to start to be like, this is it. Now you are honest. Like, yeah. like, fake comedy. I remember I dated a girl. She was a comedian. Uh, this was a while ago, so it's not the most recent one. If you people are listening to me, you know who it was. It's not her. <laughs>
1: um,
0: who was, in my opinion, one of the better joke writers I've ever met. She oh, wrote okay. incredible jokes. But she wrote inauthentic jokes that when she delivered the lines, it was like she was like reading lines. Oh, like sure. the jokes weren't owned; uh, they were hers. She wrote them, but it it read more like a one woman show than a than a stand up uh, set, and that pulls people out because yeah. it be, it reads as inauthentic. So no matter how good your jokes are, if they read as inauthentic, people aren't going to laugh as hard.
2: And yeah, I would do be... a
0: lot to try to get her to be more relaxed about the material, and it never it never plowed through. Krusty finally hits. Yeah. Like we're right about to see him because he's doing what he thinks now, right? You talk mm-hmm. about he's doing the phone book stuff, and he's trying to do he's trying to do relatable comedy that's mm-hmm. observational, but it yeah. has no <laughs> honesty in it whatsoever. There's yeah. absolutely no, there is no ownership of this material. This is milk toast, lazy stuff. And it's not necessarily funny. That's why you go to open yeah. mics and why you do stuff like this. But he tries, and you can see he's going to absolutely eat shit. And then <laughs> that's where he's finally going to find it. It's going to click for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know, look at look at Carlin before he became mm-hmm. Carlin. Carlin, if you look at his early stuff, it's kind of weak.
1: It's mm-hmm. like
0: pretty hacky, and then yeah. he kind of you know woke up from the matrix so to <laughs> speak and yeah. then the next thing you know he's, he's like oh okay now he gets it yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah crusty flipped through his uh notebook and starts reading out he's like Ask about two sub stamps uh then how how about a pizza pie is very hot these days and then he's the next He's like can't open pickle jars no mail on sunday <laughs> out of paper towels <laughs> <laughs> like one of these has got to hit
2: yeah, uh, yeah it's all just inauthentic <laughs> hacky crap yeah. You know,
3: yeah, and Krusty has a joke uh, and asks what's the deal with cardboard and then Homer boos Krusty yeah. and you know Krusty says uh, she move on to notebook number two and we're just like eh, I really gotta get dinner started At least like yeah me too and Homer gets I was like I gotta go too and just walks off but not before coming back to Boo Krusty one more time.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you know, perfect. And,
3: you know, Krusty's not happy, and Bart's like, "Ah, yeah, the acoustics in the house are so bad. <laughs> Krusty's like, you know what? Stop, 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 stop. There's only one more thing left for me to do. And Krusty calls a press conference at Krusty Lou Studios and uh, uh, reads prepared remarks. Smart lads who slip at times away. From Fields Where Glory Will Not Stay, Runners Whom the Race Outran, and the Name Died Before the Man. And this is an excerpt from the poem To An Athlete Dying Young by A.E. Hausman.
1: It is a
0: perfect poem (laughs) for anybody who was at their peak at one point in time. You know, know, as a as as a former, I mean, I don't like to call myself necessarily a former athlete. I was a competitive fighter, but I was never. The plan was to never go professionally, so I never consider myself to be a quote athlete. But I think I am. I think I'm a bit of an athlete. You know, I <laughs> still train, even though I'm um snrub years old. Um, <laughs> but like, I I I would boxed this morning. I got punched in the face before I recorded this podcast with you oh, guys.
1: Wow. Nice. Um,
0: if that. <laughs> And I I am, again, I am Snorov. (laughs) So, like, every day I get in the... And I do this because I I want to stay in shape, but also because you feel like the day you stop doing it is the day you start dying. Like, that is the day that it's over. And that you have to then shift in there. And I am... I don't know if it's vanity, but... There is a reality that comes in where someday I'm not going to be able to step into the ring and teach somebody half my age, how to beat me. You know, it's just not yeah. going to have like, okay. there's going to be a point in time where I'm going to lose that strength and lose that talent and lose that endurance and all that. Like it's going to happen. That's so terrifying to me. It's, it is, it's a, it's a living death to when you have been one, it's, it's, it's the physical version of like dementia, so to speak. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, that it's a beautifully artistic version of understanding that you have now been put to pasture.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah that, but but a reporter doesn't like it. She stands uh-huh. up and ask, or uh, ask Rosie U V has a point. And uh, yeah, I'm quitting show business. <laughs> and I was just trying to go out with a little class. You know, and calls a reporter a jackass. <laughs> uh, not,
2: professional. Yeah. not professional.
3: No. And then a lady reporter w- uh, stands up and asks, "Crusty, why now? Why not twenty years ago?"
0: Such a great, such yeah, a great it's, line.
3: Yeah. No, that's that's been a huge meme lately. Like anytime someone's like announces retirement or oh, yeah. changing something, I always see that in all the Simpson meme groups that I'm in. That that's a pretty popular one. Yeah. And Crusty says it's because comedy isn't funny
2: anymore. Uh, yeah, and he's like, Crusty's like, instead of time-tested jokes about women drivers and doctor bills, he got some <laughs> big chin schlub reading typos from the Palookaville <laughs> Post, which is an obvious reference to Jay Leno. Um, great. It's such a yeah. great,
0: great line, yeah.
2: yeah. And Crusty's like, here's a headline for you. Nobody cares. <laughs> and the room starts laughing uh, because he's getting, he's getting real... Uh, and Leno, uh, uh, he's sad because he washed Krusty's hair. He's <laughs> like, like hey, I oh. washed your hair. Yeah. And Krusty continues and says, these comics today. Ooh, look at me. I can't set my VCR. I can't open a bag <laughs> of airline peanuts. I'm a freaking moron. And the crowd laughs at that, too, because now he's, yeah. you know.
0: He becomes Bill Hicks. Yeah. So he, he, he has, like, it's, it is it is not particularly well veiled that, yes. uh, you know, the veil isn't too thin uh, or it's, it's a very thin veil, excuse me, uh, as to who he's emulating, which is uh, Bill Hicks. And some would say to a, to a, a lesser extent, lesser, not meaning uh, talent wise, uh, George yeah. Carlin. Oh I think. yeah. He kind of,
2: he, he kind of has that George Carlin look in this scene. Yes.
0: Which yeah. is very Bill hicks as, as well at the time. Okay. Like that thing. And, and it's funny, like Bill Hicks died very young, um, And that really has put Bill Hicks uh, like, into an upper echelon. His his uh, young uh, lifespan uh, yeah. really did sort of put him as everybody was like, you go, you to go. <laughs> uh,
2: sure. So we see the Simpsons are watching the press conference on TV <laughs> and Homer is laughing. He's like, ah, Krusty's gone nuts. And we see Krusty continuing his pre- press conference. He's like, then you got those lady comics talking about stuff that would embarrass red Fox. God rest his smutty soul. Who <laughs> they slept with? What time they sit on the can? This is supposed to get you a husband, <laughs> which that's very, I mean, that's kind of misogynistic in my, my, my opinion. Cause I mean, that's, you know, that's what women relate to. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the crowd laughs some more and Krusty ha- gets his picture taken and Krusty's <clears throat> like, what are you guys laughing at? I'm just telling the truth, and uh, the uh, I think the first reporter stands up. He's like, "It's funny," and Chrissy's like, "Wait, it it is." Um, he's like, "Well, <laughs> because of that, I am announcing my triumphant return to comedy." And so now we see, uh, yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm done." Well, actually, I'm not done because you guys laughed at me. Um, and so we see people going to Mo's, uh, where he's got a uh, the brouhaha which I think that's a pretty good name for like a comedy night. It's I think every city
0: has a brouhaha. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, And so, uh, but I love this sign outside. So the comedy show, the comedy club I go to, they have a two drink minimum, but for Mo, he's got a four drink minimum. Um, And Mark's just like, I don't know. And I was like, I'll cover for you. And actually now that I think (laughs) about it, the comedy club that I go to, I think it's a two item minimum. So not mes- you don't necessarily have to get drinks because they that's do drinks usually in the three. case. Yeah. Um, I think it's a two... I, it used to be, I think, pre-pandemic. I think it used to be a two-drink minimum. I think they changed it to a two-item minimum. Um, but it yeah, is a 20... Some of us it, don't drink. Yeah, yeah, it is a 21-plus um, club. Um, I think the two-drink minimum is either alcohol or non-alcohol, but then they changed it to items. So
0: two-drink minimum is just generally... Yeah. That's like an old... That's an older thing, and now I think yeah. we've accepted that, you know, a lot of people like to go to comedy shows that mm-hmm. are not drunk, and as a matter of fact, <laughs> maybe, <prefer> it. <laughs> yeah, maybe have a meal, for example, yeah. or, or whatever. Like, you know, and then, you know, it happens. It is yeah. what it is.
2: So Mo welcomes everyone. He's like, how are you guys doing? It's like, I'm Mo, or as the ladies like to call me, hey you, behind the bushes, <laughs> and nobody laughs. Now I feel like because Mo's like, he taps the mic. He's like, oh, is this thing on? Like, I think it's a hilarious bit. I think um, it's a good joke,
0: to be honest. Party,
2: but Party in the back, he's like, no, I'm sorry. And then he plays to the mic. <laughs> but the but the, here's the thing I don't think Mo's is that loud because obviously they're doing a comedy show, so there's not music. I feel like, and Mo's is a pretty small establishment, I feel like he doesn't necessarily need the mic for people to hear him. I just think that like I feel like people heard him, they just didn't find him funny.
3: No, they did not.
2: Uh, Correct. And, uh, and so Mo says, without further apu, and apu, Apu's like, "Ooh, I have been zinged." I don't think he's really been zinged. I think I think Mo just used his name as wordplay for no reason. Um, here's Apu, apu uh, and apu lo- but Apu loves it. Um, so I saw uh, Pat McCurdy. Um, at a minor league baseball game, and he's kind of... He's not necessarily an insult comic, insult comic, but he does... He's like a singing comedian, but he does do a little bit of insult comedy in his shows, and he'll, like, ask for audience participation, and I was able to, to participate. I was close enough to the stage, and he zinged me, but I'm like, I asked for it. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. What like, was I, the I, yeah, I, I was completely fine with it. I mean... Did he ask rough. you where you work,
0: or did he just <laughs> no. simply call you gay?
2: Um, <laughs> I think, I forget what the bit was, but it was, like, kind of like a personality kind of thing, I think, if I remember. This was years ago. Yeah. Um, But, like, he kind of hit me, kind of hit nail on the head. Not gonna lie, it hurt a little bit, but I still asked for it, so I can't really complain. <laughs> um, And so Mo Mo introduces the last angry clown... The man who spews truth from every orifice doesn't really rhyme. (laughs) Krusty the Clown. Uh, And the crowd applauses and Krusty just kind of brushes off the the applause. And again, he looks like George Carlin and Bill Hicks. Uh, And Krusty's like, I've been watching TV. Which Homer cheers to because Homer loves TV. And Krusty just kind of ignores Homer cheering. And he's like, I keep seeing dead celebrities hawking products. Saying they got poor, uh, and he's like, they got poor Vincent Price floating around on a toilet cake telling me the horrors of an unfresh bowl. And the crowd laughs, laughs. yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's can't, I don't think there's any products currently being hawked by a dead celebrity. I mean, you gotta to remember know. too, like,
0: at the time. This was 98, so you yeah. had like the Bruce Lee brisk iced tea mm, commercial. Yes. You had Fred Astaire um, yeah. dancing with a dirt devil. Yeah. Like, that was a big time when they were like shifting old footage into doing mm-hmm. that. Like, that was like very popular at the time. Yeah. Yeah. 90s yeah. advertising was the, the wild west of marketing. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. Sure. Of marketing. And I am uh, currently working on a podcast that uh, is all about that. Ooh, um, okay. About the extreme marketing of the nineties uh, and how like the, the keystone linchpin of the entire thing is Dan Cortez of all people. <laughs> like MTV sports is Dan Cortez is like a major linchpin oh. in nineties advertising.
2: Yeah. I will have to listen to that. Yeah. Um, so Krusty continues his set and he's like, he does not believe Winston Churchill is, uh, Eat uh, would eat at Derviner Schnitzel, and the crowd finds that funny. Uh, they laugh, and Krusty's like, "There, there, uh, there are nothing those Madison Avenue grave robbers won't do to get them to buy their crap." And the crowd is now <laughs> cheering, and Homer yells, "Impeach Churchill! Uh, Churchill be dead!" Yes, uh, man, Krusty pulls out a
3: dollar and says, "Here's one dollar. Those crooks aren't gonna get their hands on." And lights the bill on fire. And Wiggum's like, "Isn't it illegal to burn money?" It's like, "I don't care if it's illegal, because I'm making a stand. Who's with me?"
2: <laughs> yeah, Wiggle, What's Wiggum gonna do? Arrest Krusty? Yeah, I no. don't. Th- I don't actually think it is illegal to burn money. I think it is. I yeah, it's, it's illegal, illegal to rip, to, rip it it illegal in. To deface
0: Money in any way. Oh. Yep.
2: Even though people do it all the time.
0: Yeah, well, it's like speeding. <laughs> we speed all the time, yeah. too. It doesn't mean we're, we're going to jail for it. Um, yeah, so that starts the, the like, everybody burning money mm-hmm. um, circle to which Marge then immediately hands uh, Lisa all of her money. Is like, go bury this in the backyard. It's $42. It's all I have. Yeah.
3: It's all I have, which is funny because we clearly know the Simpsons have a mystery stash yeah. of yeah. money. Uh, not with her. Nope, no. (laughs) It's all that was in her purse. And I like how Seymour's trying to burn a dollar. He's like, You're burning it all wrong, Seymour. It's like, oh it's my allowance, I'll burn it any way I want.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) And then Homer dumps his money on the table and lights it on fire. Take that, you greedy fat cats. (laughs) Sure. And then so it, it is funny because when all that's going, you see
0: there's two basically two talent agents watching you it, uh, and they're you know the the one of the guys like you think of what I'm thinking, and then guy two puts his hand on the other guy's hand, and he's like, <laughs> "I hope so." he's like, we, I thought I made myself clear in Boston uh, great little great little throwaway joke, yeah, perfect little bit.
3: yeah, is there something we need to know about Boston <laughs>
0: I mean, we were the first uh, state to legalize gay marriage, so... Oh,
3: there you go, great.
0: I, mean, Wait, I would assume... Was
2: Massachusetts... That... Oh, yeah, Massachusetts was. So, so did and, the Simpsons predict the future here?
0: No, I, probably I believe not. we made it legal
3: before this had come out. In 98? Um, maybe. I guess I'm trying yeah. to... I, that, I guess I don't know. Yeah. That would be an interesting one. I always like uh-huh. when Simpsons randomly uh, predict things. Yeah. Um, oh, so the yeah. Simpsons uh, are driving home from Moe's, and Homer's like, hey, 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 "From now on, I'm gonna be just like Krusty and tell it like it is." Marge, you're getting a little fat around the old thighs. I like, "Dad," and Homer's like, "You too, Bart." Marge's like, "Oh, knock it off, Homer. You're the fattest one in the car." And Homer's like, "You didn't
2: have to tell it like it is, Marge." Yeah, <laughs> Great, I definitely, okay. I definitely hate people who have a sense of humor who trying to dish it out but then when you come back at them like not necessarily like obviously homer's making fun of them but like but like they dish it out but they can't they can't take it i hate those kind of people
0: like there's something also to add that any comedian who claims that they are quote telling it like it is is a bad (laughs) comedian yeah they are always like that is such a red flag if Mm -hmm. they say stuff like i'm just speaking the truth or i'm just telling it like it is that is a A ages-long red flag of Mm. this is a hack.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: And so the Simpsons get home just in time for March to see Lisa finish burying the money. She gives her a thumbs up. (laughs) That's great. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And and so Leto meets up with Krusty at the uh, coffee shop, the Java Hut. No, 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 no. Java the Hut. Sorry, Java the Hut. (laughs) Yeah, Java the Hut great record. is that a real is that a real coffee shop now
2: i feel like Java i thought I heard. Java the yeah, hut.
3: yeah in like sure San- it seattle or portland or i feel like i've actually heard of this like being a real coffee shop
2: i mean we, sure. there, we have a star wars themed uh cheesesteak uh restaurant here in green bay uh, called the cheesesteak rebellion phenomenal yeah. nice There are like Java
0: huts um, that like Java hut is a pretty common name for a coffee spot. Um, But you know, Java, the hut, uh, it seems like in 1999, there was a place in Alaska, maybe. Oh, wow. (laughs) That uh, so partnering with AJ coffee roasters, they are located What's the 806 area code?
2: I believe that is Alaska. Yeah. So, yeah, seems go. like, uh, but they actually. Oh, uh, no, purveyor 806, of specialty is a, 806 is a North American numbering plan for uh, U.S. State of Texas in the Panhandle and South Plains.
0: So um, purveyor of specialty coffee since 1999. These people plagiarized to the Simpsons. <laughs> Jesus, those uh, bastards. They saw this episode and were like, that's the name that we're going to go with.
3: Yeah. Oh, and it's too bad they weren't owned by Disney yet. Disney would have fucking yeah. uh, killed yeah. them on that one. Yeah. I don't know if they
0: could because of satire and power oh, law. Like, you know, I mean, for God's sakes, Lucasfilm didn't sue them for implying invoking so. Jabba the Hutt
3: because it's yeah. satire. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> So so, Simpsons uh, did it, I guess. Yeah, Simpsons did it. it. Um, And so uh, Leno's like, I'm proud of you, Krusty. Oh, sure, I've got material success, my own show, acres of cars. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Nice microwave oven. But you're out there on the edge. You're doing it for the sheer thrill. And if I wasn't so afraid of clowns, I'd give you (laughs) a hug. Is, hug. is,
2: is, Is in real life Jay Leno afraid of clowns? I don't know. I, um, I don't know if you would actually say this line and not be maybe. I don't uh, know. I mean, I mean, it's a character on a TV show. I know. I know but... He's
0: he's not afraid of driving his weird cars all over <laughs> Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. that guy
2: in traffic all the time. Oh wow. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's
0: just around here. Yeah,
2: yeah. you could pick him out of a crowd. It uh, is just. So... I mean, you no. Know, like
0: sometimes it's like old timey cars and shit. Like oh, it is. Y'all. It, it it's i mean jay leno sticks out like a sore thumb in <laughs> uh in Burbank. he's everywhere yeah, and
3: uh so those two guys from the uh Mo's comedy ha Bruhaha, uh tell Crusty they have been watching him all week and crussy's credibility is just wow <laughs> and uh Krusty tells them to get get to the point and the two guys say they think he'd be perfect spokesman for their company's new sports utility vehicle the canyon arrow, canyon and, arrow. And Krusty grabs the guys by their clothes. He's like, I guess you Wall Street weasels didn't get the word. Krusty's not for sale. And the first guy's like, but you endorse everything. In fact, this endorsement contract comes from your line of legal forms. So God, that is a great bit, too. <laughs> it's a quality form, but those days are behind me. I don't show for nobody no more. And... uh uh, exact the exact ass crusty. Are you sure? I'm prepared to offer you a fully a free, fully loaded canyon arrow. And Krusty's hand just points. Brings <laughs> back out. Yeah, yeah. It's a Krusty version. See how it pull back into
0: that hack, that like ponytail. Yeah. Just like, like the idea that every time he does it, he gets crustied out a little bit more. It's just very yeah. funny.
3: Yeah, it's like. Uh, he tells the agents to take their blood wagon and get the hell out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't want to show anymore. And the, guy, the guy's like, are you sure? The car is free. And then, boing. And he's like, stop, stop saying that. <laughs> his, his hair knows. His hair knows, yep. man. Um, and so now we see Lenny and Homer go to another of Krusty's shows. And Lenny's like, I brought a bag of money in case he wants us to burn it again. I was like, I hope he tells us to burn our pants. Those things are <laughs> driving me nuts. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily like wearing pants. I prefer shorts, but it's winter in Wisconsin right now, so uh, pants it is. Um, oh, you're a shorts guy, huh? Yeah. If I could oh, wear we shorts it. all year round, I definitely would. But we oh, got a shorts I, I, guy
0: on the show. Oh, <laughs> I love a shorts guy. <laughs> I, it's funny because I went to college in Maine. And okay. uh, we had a shorts guy that we literally called shorts guy.
2: And- <laughs> I did my uh, a good friend of mine. He would sh- he w- uh he wore shorts all the all year round, but he's from Alaska, so he was really used to it. I also went to high school with a guy who I think he wore pants like once a, a school year. Just to yeah. like I don't understand day. shorts guy.
0: I'm fascinated <laughs> to talk to one uh, in an independent <laughs> scenario. So uh, is it okay? Can, can I? Sorry, I know this is going to, I'm going to extend the episode a little bit, but I think a lot of people have questions and I'm going to take the place of the, of the listener right now. Uh, why? Why
2: why do I like shorts and not pants? Why do you,
0: why, why, why is it like a shorts thing? Like, what is it about shorts? Say when it's like 40 degrees out, why shorts? Oh,
2: I don't wear, okay. I don't wear shorts unless, I wear shorts if it's 55 degrees or warmer. (laughs)
0: So that's your 55. Okay. So what is it about a 55 degree day that you're like, this is shorts weather?
2: I don't know. I just, I I, I like, like if it's, if it's 55 degrees, I'll wear shorts, but it's usually still a little cold, not like to not have a sweatshirt. So I guess it's more of like, I wear the sweatshirt to stay warm, but my legs don't get that cold. So your legs are
0: immune to the cold
2: somewhat I mean a, okay. a, once it like dips below and it's like gray out and like like it's just starting to get like that kind of yeah. it's um, like it's
0: it's weird because I'm an I I am also a weirdo in that I don't like loungewear like oh. I don't like I hate sweatpants I can't wear yeah. it like I wear jeans <laughs> I wear jeans yeah. when I get up and if I'm like if I'm not at the gym I'm, I'm in wearing jeans like okay. I'll, I'll wear jeans until I go to bed yeah. Um and no, I just, people I think just, I'm a psychopath for that.
2: I, I don't wear jeans. I wear I usually wear uh cargo pants or cargo shorts just because there's a lot oh, of pockets. Okay. I like the pockets. I get it. Yeah. So
0: yeah, <laughs> Well, uh, uh do you carry a lot of things with you all day that need all those pockets?
2: No, but like if I'm ever with people who have shit they need me to carry, I'm kind of like a human purse. So you're the purse. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't okay. care. Okay, we're getting there.
0: <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm fascinated by, by that. I'm fascinated by shorts guy culture. Uh, and, and it seems like you're like a diet shorts guy. You're not like yeah. committed the way oh, some no. guys are. Oh, uh, God, no. We had one, uh, we had uh, JB in high school. He would, we would drive by him in the winter and he'd be walking in his little yeah. like neon shorts, walking up to school. Yeah. Unhinged behavior. I never really got a chance to ask a shorts guy. What they were into, I kind of wish you were more committed to the shorts. And the shorts. I would like you to Sorry, sorry to
2: disappoint you. I would like to. Re- I would like for
0: you to create because, uh, you know, peek behind the curtain. We're recording this uh, right before the turn of the year. Um, yeah. I would like to see you recommit to shorts over the course of uh, the year, and I would like to come back in the end of December of 2024 onto another episode. And I would love to I, check. I don't know. In.
2: I don't know if I can commit to shorts all your own, especially in Wisconsin. It gets, You're gonna it gets really to. cold. It's cold. I, I will try. It, Jeff, Jeff, for you, I will try. Thank you. I'm not I wear jeans promises, at... but. We'll put it this way I wear
0: jeans oftentimes in the summertime in LA. What's wrong with you?
2: Uh,
0: I just sometimes I do that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I also wear shorts. Like I don't. Uh, I also have creamy legs. I have ooh, creamy oh. white legs. So like, uh, there so they that. blind
2: people. Got it. Yes, yes. It is.
0: It is. A, I'm like a walking snowstorm when people see me. Um,
2: <laughs> so uh, Krusty tells the crowd about his encounter with the ad execs and the crowd asks Krusty what he did, and he's like, uh, and Homer's like do you hate pants? (laughs) And Krusty just ignores Homer and he's like, and he throws the execs uh, out on their ass. And he's like, oh, I threw them out on their ass. And the crowd cheers. And Krusty says, the execs followed me, begging me to take the car for a test drive. And Krusty's like, let me tell you, talk about Ruby. And then Krusty, yeah, yeah, Krusty broke. He goes goes into an ad read,
0: yeah. Yeah. For the the Canyon Arrow.
2: the Candy Nero combines the smooth handling of a European sports car with the rugged drivability of a sturdy four x four. And then the crowd is like, they're confused because they're like, "Huh?" And Carl's like, Krusty, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "Uh, he's like, you said those guys were creeps," and Krusty's like, "Yeah, I did, but that was before I got to know them." And he's like, he can contils- he continues to sell the Candy Nero. He's, like, yeah, he he's like, he becomes the Cadillac show, yeah. of automobiles. No, I think the Cadillac <laughs> is the Cadillac of automobiles.
0: It's great. Oh, it's a great joke. This yeah. is the, it, it is Krusty's through line that he he can't be. He can't have integrity. No. Like that, he's a character that has never had integrity. He so yes. he, I like the idea that he got he grabbed. You know, he got the the, the gold watch. He got that yeah credibility and that integrity for a, half a second. And as soon as the opportunity to sell out, like, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah,
2: and- which I have
0: I have found myself. I've accepted multiple selling out quote air quote uh, scenarios and they've always been like, once I got through them, I was like, well, that was a mistake. Uh, (laughs) Not that I wouldn't sell out again. I wouldn't. um, It's just very funny. Like, you know, there was this time where I, you know, I, I came here for comedy and like, I got offered like a reality show and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. And like did the yeah. pilot and, we had, and it didn't go through. And I was like, yeah, hey, what was I thinking? Like, that yeah. wasn't what I came here for. Yeah. Uh, or like working, you know, being being a podcaster in the nerd, nerd sector and being hired by the, a, a very prominent statue and toy company. And then they're like, also, you cannot insult any of these properties. Oh, and man. I'm just like, wait, what? You can't say that Batman Returns was too sexual or violent because we sell... <laughs> Batman return stuff, and I was like, yeah. "But it was that was the whole thing with McDonald's. That's yeah. why Batman Forever is the way it is. Like that's important history." And they're like, yes. "You can't have that." And I was like, "Well, uh, this is bad."
1: Yeah. So, like,
0: there is what there are scenarios where you know everybody like wants to think they wouldn't sell out, but like I would,
2: yeah. yeah. And so and have for easy. not a lot of money.
0: This podcast is
3: talked to you by HelloFresh. I've tripled up
0: for not a lot of money. Uh, very, very small, incremental <laughs> amounts of, of of money where it was like, even, God, that reality show, the contract they offered me was like $2,500 an episode. Oh. And I told mm-hmm. them, I was like, you do know that if it's a 10-episode season, I'm still below the poverty line. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so- and I
0: was like, that's before taxes. Oh, um, and no. they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I got to get on camera somehow. Yeah, That's yeah. actually how I got my hat. This hat is actually uh, it's a it's a Red Sox logo, but it's an M instead of a B because oh. they were like, we love that you look like an asshole, but we can't get that B because that is sure. copyrighted. copyrighted. We can't yeah. get the uh, we can't yeah. get approval of that. And so I was like, well, can you make it an M? And they were like, let's talk to legal. And they were like, we can. And I was like, do that. And then I stole the hat. And <laughs> now I, I sent it to a friend who could reproduce them. And I sell nice. them merch.
2: Nice. Like, I don't have Jeff May hats.
0: Nice. Uh, so so Krusty's,
2: Krusty's like, yep, that's Canyonero. And people start throwing bottles at Krusty because, you know, now they're pissed because he sold out. Uh, <laughs> and Homer throws his pants at Krusty. Homer really doesn't want his pants. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great little through line. Yeah. So Krusty asks uh, where the crowd is going because he still has plenty of beefs, like fat-free yogurt and the quality <laughs> of computer porn. And uh, Jay, Jay Leno comes out of the bathroom. He's like, "Man, I should. I knew I should have gone on first. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love uh, that that
0: Jay being the headliner is like, yeah, I it's wish like, I was the opener.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so Krusty comes through a door marked VIP entrance, and it's just to the alley behind uh, Moe's, and he's greeted by Bart. And Bart's like, I don't get it. Uh, You said you would never shill again. And Krusty's like, eh, I learned something about myself tonight. It ain't comedy that's in my blood. It's selling out. And we see Krusty put his hands on his Canyon Arrow, and Krusty's like, ah, come on, Bart, I'll give you a ride home. And Bart gets in the Canyon Arrow. He's like, ooh, it is roomy. And like, Bart's like a 10-year-old. His legs like, don't even get off the seat. <laughs> yeah. I love that bit. And Krusty's like, he starts the car. And now we get an ad for the Canyon Arrow. Um, and it's just like driving ooh. around. Um, canyon and Arrow. The song, so the song goes, uh, I'll just do the full song. They also do the full song over the kind of the credits. Yep. Uh, but it's, can you name the truck with four-wheel drive? You got to sing cars- it, Robert. Robert, you got to sing uh, it. I'm calling all right, you back. Je- Jeff is gonna make me sing it, so blame him when it sounds like crap. Uh, can you name the truck with four wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats thirty five. Canyon arrow, Well, it goes real slow with the hammer down. It's country fried truck endorsed by a club. Canyon arrow, <laughs> canyon arrow. Hey hey, twelve yards long, two lanes wide, sixty five tons of American pride. Canyon arrow. Canyon-a-row. Canyon-a-row. I don't think I, they say that in there somewhere uh, top of the line in utility sports unexplained fires are a matter for the courts. Canyon Arrow Canyon Arrow she blinds everybody with her super hot beams she's a squirrel squashing deer smack a driving machine Canyon Arrow Canyon Arrow Canyon Arrow Whoa, Canyonero! Whoa, like it's a horse. Yeah, it's very rawhide.
0: Uh, yeah. There, it's yeah. a. I, I think it's a, a a nod to rawhide. I believe um, so. But uh, I, it, it's it's funny because it obviously is. this is the height of the sport utility vehicle yes. boom, um, and and sort of. I, I believe what was the um. There was like the Touareg or something. There was like some massive. Uh, SUV was coming out. That oh. was just this, like, uh, this bait where, and, and this, it was kind of like popular in the news at the time. So that makes okay. sense. This was when, like, yeah. Hummers were starting to become available. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just, just like the the American excess <laughs> that Krusty yeah. signs himself up for. It's very funny. Well, the, yeah. the song
3: Canyon Narrow actually visually, the visual sequence is modeled after a Ford commercial. Yeah. That makes
2: sense. Um, yeah, I love in it too, like, well, I think it's the second, because it's they do it in two parts, but at the end of the first part, there's an announcer, he goes, the Federal Highway Commission has moved the Candy Narrow unsafe for highway or city driving, so don't drive it. Um, and yeah. then, so like, the episode kind of ends, we get the 20th Century Fox logo for like a second or two, and then the second part of the Candy Narrow ad plays, and in the second part, we see the Candy Narrow... Uh, cause a school bus full of Boy Scouts to crash into a tree, and they like salute the Canyon Arrow, <laughs> and then it like and then it like drives up a mountain of cars during the song, and then when it's talking about being a squirrel squashing, uh, deer smashing driving machine, we see it like driving through a field of deer, deer and squirrel. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah great. I, this this episode is fantastic. So uh, at um, at the end of every episode, we like to do a rating system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one, which is dough. Two, eat my shorts. Three, don't have a cow, man. Four, mm, sprinkles. And five, everything coming up. Everything's coming up. Millhouse and Jeff, since you are a guest, as we like to do, we will let you give the first grade.
0: Uh, I'm going to give this a mm, sprinkles. Okay. Um, I don't think this is. Um... I don't think this is an everything's coming up Millhouse. I don't think this is an all-time top, but it does have like it has. Oh, I get jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, this episode seems so much faster than I remember it being. Sure. Like I was wa- when I was watching this, and by the time it went through, like the sellout happens almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I was like, I seem to remember this being longer. Like it was like <laughs> only 22 shows, minutes? It was only 22 <laughs> minutes, but it, it, it breezed by so fast. I watched the yeah. episode twice, and I was like, this was so fast. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm giving it a four only because, like, when you're on the scale of The Simpsons, like, you yeah. you know what your fives are. Oh. and And so it's hard to... It's hard to go back and and put something like this, which has a lot of great guest stars. Um, the premise is pretty good. The the jokes, the throwaway gags are good, but I wouldn't classify this as an all timer. This it's not like a early Treehouse of Horror or oh, sure. you know or you know the oh,
2: good dog. shout out. Yeah, to Yeah, that's dog. my that's my dog. Uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah Gremlins, okay. like oh boy,
1: <laughs>
0: or like the the Skinner getting fired. Well, oh, you know, true. stuff like that. Like, uh, not, not Prince principle in the popper, but the one where he actually gets
2: five. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: oh God. Um,
2: Let's never speak of principle and the popper again.
0: Yeah. This, this <laughs> is, it is great.
2: Like yeah. it is,
0: it's, it's a fantastic episode. It's just, it's not that S tier mm. that you think of when you think of a five for yeah, me. I, anyway,
2: I, yeah, I, I agree with Jeff. This is a four mm, sprinkles. It, it is a fantastic episode. I love the Canyon Arrow bit. Oh, yeah. um, I've said this on previous podcasts. If there is a song in it, gu- guaranteed it's going to get a four or five out of me. Um, yeah. the, the jokes are great. I think it's the plot lacks a little bit, and I think that's part like part of it is because this isn't a Simpsons main character centric episode. It's definitely, definitely a crusty centric episode. With... This is the this is the pocket
0: of that yeah. era of the Simpsons. Because we also have twenty five years of <laughs> looking back at this. Mm-hmm. Think about like the Canyon Arrow ad. Oh, yeah. At the time. Oh, and yeah. it even it even becomes even even more fantastic. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so yeah, no, it's a great episode. I love all the bits. Um, you know, I've I've tried stand up comedy myself. I obviously didn't follow through with it. Maybe I could have done it. And I still try. I probably won't. Cause I don't Trust like taking me, anyone risks. can do it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I think it takes a certain person to be able to do it. I, I, I don't have that kind of humor to like tell a group of people I'm better in small settings, uh, which is why I don't think I'd make a great stand-up comic. Cause I wouldn't make money on it. Um, and so, but oh, you can be a great stand up comic and not make any money off of it. That's true. <laughs> that. that's true. That's true. Um, but like, no, it's it's a great episode. Um, it starts off kind of uh, kind of slow, but uh, yeah, no, it's solid episode.
3: All right, well, I'm gonna make it a three for three forum sprinkles. Um, I mean, it's like, I mean, you guys kind of said it all, the, the guests are great, the story's there. Another Krusty centric episode is, it. they're fun. They're fun to yeah. have, you know, another character and Krusty being that, you know, shill of a clown. My other favorite one of Krusty is like Homie the Clown when yeah. Homer becomes Krusty. That was another like Krusty centric oh, sort of so, episode. That's one of the like,
0: best gags of all time. I'm seeing yeah. double for it, <laughs>
3: Yeah. So, so I, I do love when Krusty gets involved. It's always something different. Um, but very similar, like Krusty's always a sellout, and I he did the Clown College, like he it, it it some good stuff. But yeah, it doesn't hit that five tier. Like it's not an episode that you know. It's like oh my god, I have to watch this. Like something happened in my life, and I have to go watch this episode right now. Like if yeah. it's on, I'll definitely watch it. And the, I mean the guest stars are amazing. I mean, having Leno, Bobcat um, Janine Garofalo. Ruffalo, I mean, all yeah. these guys. All all these guys are were coming up in the '90s. I mean, some of them a little bit before that. Yeah, no, they,
0: all these people were pretty established at this point in time. Like yeah. this was like the top tier because they couldn't get Seinfeld. You know, yeah. <laughs> um,
3: so why not do The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. I, but I, hey, look, there's there have been comics and guest stars out there regretting declining being on the simpsons earlier on oh yeah there are like they're like man if i would have known i would have been on the simpsons when they asked me early on so it's one of those things where a lot of people are like hey if you're asked to be on the simpsons if yeah, you have but... the time in your schedule you'll probably do it mm-hmm. um but no, no that the comedy is there no pun intended on that this type of episode but uh no, it, the wow. Canyon Arrow stuff, wow. I can't wait. I can't wait till March gets her Canyon Arrow next season. Um, yep. It's going to be going to be fantastic to uh, do that episode and call back to call back to this episode. Um, and got to love uh, got to love shills. Yes. They're they're fantastic. Um, so last thing we do on a, on our episode is we have a character profile. Um, and this week uh, we have the ad execs. Those yeah. uh, Shilly bastards that uh, try to get Krusty to uh, change his ways, and their hutzpah level is is very high. They uh, yep. they know who they got. They know that they can make some money, and they're going after Krusty. Everyone listens to them. Uh, marketing strategy to exploit people by exploiting other people with high credibility, <laughs> <laughs> um, and working dynamic rife with unrequited attraction
0: hmm. Nailed it.
2: Mm, that's so right. Who
0: among us hasn't been there? That's um, right. <laughs> yeah. The Isaacs are great. They're a great little, little sort of a free radical to add into this, um, having their own little things, but sort of coming in with the Canyon Arrow thing. Really yep. funny. I, it's funny. I think as you move along, you're going to have a lot less. Everything's coming up mill houses.
3: Oh yeah. Um, well, see that's see that's the weird thing, and and I mean Robert kind of stopped teer, teetered off. I've been watching The Simpsons beginning till now. Like I yeah. watch all of them. Like I still <laughs> I do. Okay, there good. are
2: thirty six seasons.
3: I'll, I I'll tell to, like, you this
2: in thirty. <laughs> but, I'll t- but I'll tell you I'll
3: tell you <laughs> this though. Probably I would say season fifteen and after I've only seen the episode once. So the yeah. one fun thing for me is is even though I've seen every episode and I'll probably remember it when I watch it, is it'll be a fresh take for me. Like, it'll be like I'm watching it almost for the first time and I'll be able to say, hey, I remember this episode the first time I watched it. I didn't necessarily like it. Oh, maybe something changed. I'll like it more. Or maybe I watched an episode, I'm like, oh, I absolutely love this episode when it aired, and I might hate it. But yep. I, I think even season 30 35 right now, there are some fives. There are some really yep. good well-placed episodes. I would
0: like to add that people that say that the Simpsons isn't funny anymore are kind of just assholes that say the popular (laughs) thing to say. Uh, They're very, it's very populist to say the Simpsons used to be funny. Simpsons is still funny. It's just, you're an asshole, Uh, Not (laughs) you, but like that, uh, that person, I, you know, like if you watch the Simpsons, it's still good. It's evolved. And some might say it has devolved, but that's just, that's just how it works. If The Simpsons I, wasn't a profitable show, it would sure. not be oh. on Fox. Fox isn't in the business of sentiment; they're in the business yeah. of making money. Very yeah. costly I mean, the energy the only, there.
2: The only reason I fell off on The Simpsons is because I used to work Sundays a lot, so I never had the time, and I, yeah, just I never really felt like going back to watch them. And so, but we'll I, get to them. Yep. Get yeah. to them. we're, we're
3: going to do them all. We'll be on the air. Not as long as The Simpsons, but oh, we'll, uh, we'll...
0: <laughs> Dude, I do a Batman podcast, and the reason we picked Batman as a rewatch thing is we were like, "Well, we are literally never going to run out of this stuff. Oh, yep. yeah. like we're never going yep. to run out of Batman stuff to do."
2: I'll have to listen. I'm assuming you've done animated series by now, right? No, we did. Uh, we did.
0: We've covered the entire. We call it the Diniverse. Okay. So we've done Batman the Animated Series and The New Adventures of Batman and Robin, Justice Ooh. League, Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond, the um, crossover episodes with the Zeta Project and Static Shock.
2: And so that brings us into the segue of uh, Jeff. Where can people find you?
0: <laughs> oh God. Okay, the easy answer for me on social media and YouTube, it's all at Hey There Jeffro. H e y t h e r e J e f f r o. Like Hey There Jeffro. Okay. um my youtube has all of my free podcasts as well as that's where i do i must break you where okay. which is where i do pack breaks on camera lots of fun we do a lot of cool stuff there um you can get early access to uncensored episodes of my shows at uh, patreon.com slash jeff may now here are the names of my of the shows that i do because <laughs> there's a couple of them number one my main show is called jeff has cool friends uh that is an interview <laughs> podcast uh, Good. it, it was called something different at a toy company oh. and they don't own the concept of an interview podcast. So I just shifted yep. it to myself. Um, go. so I, have Jeff has cool friends, which you can get for free everywhere. Early access to unset episodes with bonus content on my Patreon. Uh, I also do a great monthly show called nerd with my, uh, co, uh, co-host Dre Alvarez, where every month we do a deep dive into one nerdy thing and it's chronicled into seasons so we just did a season on childhood neglect in film, oh. which is such a weird, it's such a weird <laughs> thing. Cause we did like searching for Bobby Fisher and yeah. we did. And then we did like, we did home alone two, oh. <laughs> And uh, the movie Dutch starring Ed O'Neill. Oh. And we actually just did a um, special Christmas episode of uh, Iron Man three. Oh, uh, which did, uh yeah, it's a, cause it's, it is that as well um uh the people probably mostly know me through either like through the cracked venues of unpopular opinion with adam todd brown which is now known as um you don't even like this uh you don't even like podcasts or you don't even like this show um and then uh you don't even like sports which is a sports podcast for people that hate sports (laughs) and then um Which is most of our fans. And then Tom and Jeff Watch Batman with Tom Ryman, formerly of Cracked and Collider and all that stuff. And that's on Gamefully Unemployed. There are free episodes of all of those shows available if you just look them up. Um, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman has been going for almost six years now.
2: Oh,
0: nice. We're we're, we're
2: halfway to you guys. We've been on for, well, almost three and a half. Yeah, three and a half,
0: four, yeah. Yeah, we're currently doing um, the cartoon The Batman that started in 2004 Mm -hmm. um, that people really didn't like because it wasn't Batman the Animated Series. But (laughs) I've actually really turned around uh, on it. But we've covered everything. Um, So, yeah, like lots of really good stuff on that one and and good access to free. You know, I I have some stuff behind a paywall, um, but for the most part,
2: you know, there's a lot of free stuff available.
3: All right. Where can well, the
2: people find us?
3: Well, we can find us on pretty much every pod, podcasting platform known to man. Um, just search us, and you'll probably find us. Uh, if you listen on Spotify, make sure to follow on there. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure to uh, follow, rate, review us. It really helps us out, and we love all of your feedback. Um, you can find all of our backlogged episodes on YouTube, The Simpsons Did It uh, Podcast, um, you can uh, send us an email if you want to give us some feedback, pot at gmail.com. And also, if you like to call us, uh, you can hear a very funny voicemail by Jaden LeBron, 612-584-0986. Leave us a voicemail, and uh, we'll talk about it on the episode. Um, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolanski.
2: And I'm Robert Skolanski. And this I'm just me. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I stuck it in, motherfucker. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> This has been The Simpsons Did It.